Hello everyone, welcome back. It's the regular Drop Frames crew. Zeke has Ebola. It's been so long. It's been 40, wait, 97 years, 200 years? How long has it been? It's been a long time. Co's the number guy. Yeah, he's, he's been bad. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's up to, it's up. We were just talking about how it's. in the desert for so long. Oh, I thought this was a Christmas goof because I was saying they're selling Christmas trees at Costco already. In the oh no 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 no! This is this is me. Merry being Christmas, in the everyone! Yeah. Happy it's <laughs> Christmas in September. JP is co-opting his goof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm bringing it's all. We're all bringing it together. It's all all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Uh, it's all good. It's fine. I don't even remember. I barely remember how to speak English. He forgot he was Santa Claus. That's right. That's what happens. You go to Burning Man. You remember. <laughs> He, well, he thought Claus. he was first, and then uh, he forgot. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Hi. Regular crew's back. Zeke, you're back from Burning Man. We got to talk because social media thinks that, one, you've got Ebola, and two, it was just, it was the worst experience of all time. Like, what what actually happened? Both Give us the real story. are true. Those are absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah. I have double Ebola, which I didn't know you could get. Debola? Um Debola. I have Debola. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have uh uh e- I think Ebola. that's a one piece character actually. Yeah, that's Debola. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one the, the Debola arc. I hate it. Debola arc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Well, uh I went uh if you want to uh, hear the full long like recap of Burning Man, we like uh on Friday uh Katie and I sat down and regaled everybody with pictures and stories for about seven hours like we Jesus. talked about it at length yeah. yeah at length it's it's uh it, it's a hell of a thing but like as far as ebola goes that was just a right that was, was social a, media a thing. Hoax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah social media bullshit yeah so that that wasn't a real thing um but i came back and i was like ebola like i <laughs> I, I hadn't gotten told yet and i was like I had not heard anything about Ebola at all, so like this is the first time hearing of it. But I'm guessing it's because the because yes, we were getting a little bit worried. The only thing that really worried us out there was the porta potties. Yeah, um, because one of the services, one of the only services that that uh, Burning Man provides all of its uh, uh, attendees is the the emptying. And uh, you know, spraying out of the porta potties, and with the muddy roads, they couldn't get in there. So the porta potties were getting a little bit filled up, you know, with uh, human waste. Yeah. So we were getting a little bit worried, but when you go out there, you kind of like plan for certain contingencies, and that being one of them. You know, we have gray water buckets, like. one of the things is you're not supposed you're not uh, supposed to and you shouldn't put gray water on the playa. What gray water is what is, gray water, is yeah. bathing water, bathing water, uh, like any uh, cleaning if you do dishes, like the dish water, um, any like if you brush your teeth, any spit, like like that kind of stuff. That's all gray water. Fresh like water is water. water that you can drink. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. What you're well, saying. there's gray water and black water. Gray water yeah. is washing, blah blah blah. Black water is doo doo water. Um, so neither of those are supposed to be on the playa. So we have buckets to collect gray water in. So we had buckets prepared. Like if it had lasted like one more day, we would have been like, okay, boys bucket, girls bucket. (laughs) 
I'm an evil. I mean, it, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you've ever been camping at, for you yeah, know similar, for yeah. a few days, I mean, you you learn like it's not it's it's not convenient, but it's it's not terrible to go to the bathroom outdoors. Yeah. Um. So we were prepared for that, but that was the only thing that really worried anybody was like, oh man, I really hope they can get those porta potties cleaned out because they are piled up. <laughs> Did you get to play the the Burning Man favorite game, Pooper Mud? Was that a was that on the docket at all? It, for an afternoon? Near the n- near the porta potties, yes. Near the porta potties, <laughs> it was like that. Mm, not sure <laughs> what that is. So however, however, um, <laughs> however, oh, we learned. Uh, so if you're ever out there. <laughs> and it starts raining. Um, this was by far the the like the worst, or not? I mean, worst. It was just the most rain that the playa has seen. Like it rained enough in two days that usually in a year is what it. What oh, the, really? What the I didn't realize it was gets. That crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was nuts. Um, I was there in uh, one year in 2014, and they had like they it rained for like two hours, and the whole day was shot. Ah. And this one, like, it rained for quite a while, and it was like a few days were shot because of it. Because you just can't move. Because the playa dust is not like sand; it's it's like chalk. Yeah, it's like chalk dust, and when it gets wet, it turns into and I shit you not, potter's clay. Like, you hmm. know, like on a potter's wheel, it turns to that shit and just stacks, 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 stacks on your shoes. Mm. Ah. Yeah, it just sticks. Just, like if you walk, shoes become steps, clay shoes essentially. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have pictures oh, yeah. and stories and stuff like that. But yeah, as far as that goes, like it was more annoying and it made me upset because we lost because it started raining midday on Friday, so we lost uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we lost like two and a half to three days of fun burning, you know, fun burning activities because we couldn't do anything. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and we oh, had oh, plans. We have, it was like okay. We're going to go what? out, we're going to do what? all this shit, and then... Yeah, but I mean, you get the burn you need, not the one you want, right? Did what? I tell you that? That's some, some sage advice there, right there. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, that's, that's a big, it's a, that's a big, like, you know... Is that what everyone was people, saying like, when it was raining? That's, that's, well, that's, no, a, that's a big tenant of the burn. Ah, you, you, get, you get the burn you need, not the burn you want. A lot of times it's true. A lot of times it's true. Like, when you have a shit-ass burn, people will say, like... <laughs> But I hate you? when I got a shit ass burn. You know, I, I, I gotta worst, talk to man. my doctor about that it really all the time. Is the worst. Yeah. Okay, Whew. okay. I mean, a, a terrible burn. <laughs> so, sorry, wrong, bad choice of words. Considering, <laughs> um, but yeah, when you when you say that, like the people will say, like you didn't get the burn you wanted, you got the burn you needed. And when I like looking back, like my second burn was just fucking awful. I had the worst time, and then someone was Why? like, said that to me. Oh, I was just in a, I was in a piss poor mood. I was, I was feeling very lonely. I was in a bad place in my life. Yada, yada, yada. Just all bunch of like outside factors, like made it just terrible for me. And I didn't have, I, I didn't go out and have fun. Like I didn't try yada, yada, yada. But like, someone was like, did it teach you something? Like, yes, it absolutely did. And like, you got the burn you needed then. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> fine. Sure. What, and then fucking Gandalf like got on Shadow Facts. <laughs> just galloped away. Like what the fuck? Is that? Yeah. Like I'm I'm I like I, I don't like platitudes, and that's definitely a platitude, but it's 
there is some truth to it. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. 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 Well, we're glad that you're you're okay. Me and Co were both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were concerned. Uh, believe the, it or not, the original stories were concerning. Yeah, like Twitter first, made it look like you were dying. The first story like I read dead. about it was that there's a mysterious <laughs> illness causing people to hemorrhage, and 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 the and they can't leave, and it's just spreading everywhere, and no one knows what it is. And I was just like, "Oh, is Zeke dead?" Yeah, That's we so- were just like, "Huh." I didn't expect um, this to be how he goes, but well, yeah, this right. is a little. This is a little different, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, so listen, listen, okay. on, on like my top ten like ways to die like it, i mean that might be on there like, <laughs> at the burn yeah true i guess you know? random question yeah. are there like x amount of deaths at burn per year there's a surprise <laughs> for a gathering of that size surprisingly little yeah i was gonna like, say you can actually like, look up the uh, like the fatality stats and it's yeah. it's pretty goddamn low yeah um yeah. i think there was one this year and uh that it got it, it made the headline was like thousands stranded in one fatality or whatever. But yeah. what we heard was dude got electrocuted like because oh, yeah. water uh, generated Huge amount of water where it wasn't expected wiring yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. A lot of druggies. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But honestly, like for, for what goes on out there, you think a lot more people would die. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's Especially not with it's all not the drugs and the, the crazy things people do on drugs and like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad it's. I'm glad you're safe and sound. It's all. It's all yeah. good now. Everything. That happened. news was shocking. You shut up. Wow. I, no. No. Oh, dude. Wow. I do got to say, like, I finally, after five years, I got to tell you guys this. It's been five years because the people I people I previously went with, uh, were like music people. They're like, let's go to this dance camp or this sound camp, music, blah 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 blah. And they, blah, blah. and I was sitting there going like, Thunderdome. Can we go to Thunderdome, please? That's the fighting cage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They built the Mad Max Thunderdome. Have you ever seen Thunderdome, Co? Oh, I I have not, but I can. I know of it. Okay, yeah. Mad Max, it's just Thunderdome. Really? You just get two men enter, one man leaves, like that. Yeah, they build the whole thing, and you can climb on it. So for four years, I was like, "Someone, please go to Thunderdome with me." And they're all like, "Eh, we're dancers. That's kid stuff." And I'm like, "Oh!" Finally, this year, I was like, "Katie, we're going to Thunderdome," and she was like, "Fuck yeah!" We climbed up on the dome. (laughs) And we screamed ourselves hoarse at the fucking comp competitors. It was awesome. Nice. Like the I just, year, just just a yeah. Next year, I want to see Zeke in the Thunder. Yeah, you got to fight. Yeah. Oh, I will. No, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> Katie and I are gonna are gonna go at it in the Thunderdome. Oh, you're gonna fight, um, Katie? You're gonna fight Katie. I think you lose that. I, that's a losing fight. I was say. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, she's the she's the toughest person I fucking know, man. And yeah, like, you're. You're, I mean, yeah, dead. That's gotta, unfortunate. That's true. You will be. Now, the fatality. We're gonna have to worry about you not coming back from the bird again. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Uh, uh, man. Uh, just, just a real quick, uh, short thing. Uh, the best fight we saw there. These there was these two like I want to say like mid fifties bald. The, okay, they they kind of look like me. They were bald beard shirt except for the 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 rippedness they were fucking ripped okay two bald bearded ripped ass like daddies just went the fuck at it in the fucking <laughs> dome and it was awesome they were like shirtless they had like they looked like professional wrestlers they were shirtless they had like like tights on and they just beat the shit out of each other and uh afterwards they were there they can't they were like everybody was like yeah i was i was shouting at one because he looked like the dude the dad from american chopper 
Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He kind of yeah, looked yeah, yeah. like that. So I kept yelling, kill him, American Chopper, rip his fucking head off. <laughs> it was great. Oh, um, Burning Man stories. one of the cool stories. things about Thunderdome is that if you're not cheering, like, the MC will call you out. Like, if you're on the cage, they'll call you out like, Blue Hoodie, you're not fucking cheering. Get off of my fucking cage. Oh, it was great. Nice. nice. Yeah. Shamed him into getting off the cage. It was great. Sorry, I could talk about this for hours. And no, no, no. It's the, the burn is an experience, man. You got to get it out. You, you talk the only about thing longer than the burn is, are the stories that come from. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Accurate. Not wrong. Well, while you were gone, Zeke, video games happened, uh, as they tend yes. to do. Uh, Starfield came out. Uh, we talked about it last week on the show. Uh, without <laughs> Co. Uh, what, what was the chuckle? I got to know what the chuckle is now. If somebody in chat was just, just said like I can imagine Zeke just grab his dick and twist it. Oh, that would that's yes. I hope <laughs> someone was doing that. Give the old dick twist. <laughs> okay, anyway. I shit you not verbatim. <laughs> that was my wife. Good. Great. Fantastic. That's what it should be. Did, hold on. Exact did you follow twist it up though? Fucking dick off. Did you follow it up though with the appropriate line? It's like, oh my god, dude. You gotta you gotta do the full meme. So then she could follow. Oh, I don't know that. Oh my god. Okay. I'm get, serious. I don't know. That. You need to watch it. At you some need to point. watch it. the whole meme. The whole meme came from like this drunk guy at a. I think it was like at a kids wrestling match or something uh, ridiculous. Yeah. I remember what it was at, but it was at some stuff. And this drunk guy is just like, "Give me the old dick twist." And like, the guy behind him was like, "Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my wife's brother is a former MMA fighter, and every time we would go to the fights, that, that's what I would scream. It was great. It's ten out of ten. You got the old dick twist. Yeah, you got to do it." how it goes mm-hmm. awesome. there you go. yeah. yeah uh starfield's out and that's kind of dominated like the entirety of video games for the past yep uh still two is. weeks yeah and, and mm-hmm. still continues to dominate um not much news there's a handful of things there's a bunch of uh switch two leaks uh mm. apparently that was shown at uh there's a that bunch confirmed. of things about that yeah Eurogamer uh, was reporting that the Nintendo Switch 2 was showcased to developers at Gamescom, um, and it was including a quote-unquote new version of Breath of the Wild. I don't know if that's just like Breath of the Wild running on hardware, or if it's a brand new version, who could say? Um, They're saying that uh, it'll see a huge performance boost. They're now going to potentially be $399, which is $50 more than the Switch OLED. It'll feature uh, DLSS or take advantage of DLSS 3, uh, which could be kind of cool for uprising of things. Hopefully they can target like 108060 with that stuff uh, instead of, what, I guess 108030 now or 72060 in a lot of cases. But uh, no actual official news out of Nintendo all the, on all that. Just a bunch of different leaks and rumors. Yeah. Um, they're also, so one of the other rumors swirling around is that it might... Uh, be shown or might release in like March of next year. Uh, so we're closer than uh, than a lot of people are thinking. If that rumor is to be uh, believed, and then there's a lot of like non-official rumors out there, uh, leaks and people saying that they've been like DMCA'd by Nintendo, which I kind of believe to be true. But uh, that's all like not. You're all about that. Yeah, it's not officially uh, being reported anywhere that I've I've seen. Tom's uh, Tom's guide has some some information on that as well as Eurogamer on all of that. But yeah, price seems about right three ninety nine for a new hardware, uh, better hardware Switch Two, and as long as it's backwards compatible and it can actually run like the majority of their games at ten eighty sixty or even 
up res with the LSS at higher. Seems like a pretty good thing. I'm 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 on board. I think that'll do think that'll do well. That's kind of what the uh the user base wants in a lot of ways. Uh at That'd least the hardcore demographic, yeah. So that is that. Uh there was some stuff in the Destiny 2 world. A lot of lawsuits around uh around Bungie. This one was for a Destiny 2 serial cheater. And he got a legal permaban. The judge says you cannot play, download, uh, allocate, run anything Bungie software related uh, for the entirety of his life. And then they also said that uh, he, uh, the cheat software that he was using constitutes uh, copyright infringement because of the graphical overlay and use of injected code. And so he got uh, two... Uh, imposed damages of $150,000 each uh, for those violations. So it was a $500,000 all in because a couple other things uh, for cheating in Destiny and uh, allocating and, and pushing those cheats elsewhere. So, yeah. Wow. Bungie's not fucking around with that shit. Uh, they've, Out of boom. They've done a bunch of things like that um, in the past, uh, both in the cheating realm and also the uh, the harassment realm of their uh, their former community manager. So, is is the by and large like like audience fan response like good like, way to go? I believe it or is. Or is it um, like Yeah. I think it's good. I believe it's get them. Get them. <laughs> get them. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. I would say that's hundred percent accurate. I'm just wondering if it, if it was like, hell yeah, or like seems I mean good, but harsh. Cause I like as a layperson, I'm like that's a lot, it seems. Like, yeah, yeah. I think he was uh, taking money for uh, distributing those the cheats. Oh, and okay. So, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, oh, okay. He was. Yeah. There was profit involved. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. It's not just like you hacked the destiny. <laughs> yeah. Half a million dollar fight. It's like he was also. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. No, dude. I, I, I like, didn't explain that very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then yeah, like I said, Starfield's just dominating the news cycle. Uh, Bethesda posted, uh, when was this three days ago? So I think a day after the full launch, uh, that Starfield had surpassed 6 million players. Uh, and they went on to say that it had, it is now the quote, biggest Bethesda game launch of all time, uh, with 6 million folks, um, quote unquote playing. So I guess game pass is probably factored into that, um, I thought I thought like Fallout 4 was more than that, but maybe I was wrong. Um, right before that, Phil Spencer. I think, well, I think the ahead. big thing is when you when you factor in a game with Game Pass, like that's that's the big thing. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's gonna that's, that's gonna inflate thing. your numbers wildly. Right, right. Uh, Phil Spencer tweeted that they uh, crossed a million concurrent. Uh, I think a day prior to that, um, so they were celebrating that. Uh, what else was in the Starfield news apart from just like an ongoing conversation about the game that is seemingly everywhere, uh, on the internet. You can't really escape it. Um, there, oh, there was the, uh, the Bloomberg technology, uh, interview with, uh, with old, now I'm blanking on his name with old Todd, uh, here. I can actually, I think I figured this out. Let's see. Let me know if you two oh, can man. hear this. We'll play it for uh, we'll play it for stream. You guys should be able to hear it as well. That was 
Such a thing to say. Big question from many. Why did you not optimize this game for PC? Uh, We did. It's running great. It is a next-gen PC game. We really do push the technology, so you may need to upgrade your PC for this game, but it's got a lot of great stuff going on in it, and the fans are responding awesome. I asked our audience, what would you ask Todd? I can see with that exact same look on his face, Todd just being like, yeah, so we did optimize it, so if you could maybe stop being poor or be better (laughs) with your money, um, then maybe we wouldn't be having this pointless conversation. Yeah. It it is Thanks. the headline, of course, was Todd Howard says upgrade your PC, right? That that's what everyone ran with. The yeah. full quote I don't think is nearly as bad. What I Not what near. I hate, fuck this guy, man. This schmarmy asshole is like our viewers are wondering. Like, watch his face when he asked the question. Like, look at that face. <laughs> He's like, Oh yeah. Got him. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah. Shit? It's that's oh, yeah. uh yeah. He, it's it's a level four smug cloud warning like <laughs> well, around on, his fucking desk. It really like, is. And on top of that, on top of that, the idea that any game doesn't have any optimization, like it's just some yeah. kind of choice that yeah. he decided not to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So tell me, tell me, Todd, why does your game have any bugs? The viewers would like to know. Why are there any bugs in your product? So okay, the floor is yours. <laughs> The the other funny part is watch uh look at look at Phil's response. Phil's like try not to laugh. He's just like, oh god, take this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's good. I loved every part of that. Uh, I thought it was it was a fantastic thing. And yeah, it the game does have some performance issues, without question. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude, if I was on that, I don't know. If I was on that panel, I don't know if I could prevent myself from going. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right well, well, and they hit it behind the like our viewers are wanting to know. Uh, it was that I think I think one of the reasons it probably made news is because it was a bad question, but it also, I mean, frankly, was a relatively bad answer because there are performance issues. Right. So it's kind of like both of them were kind of like you know like wasn't a good answer, wasn't a good question, just a whole lot of not. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know how Todd gets out of that without saying what he said. I think what he should have said is that we are aware of people having issues on some systems and we are working our best to remedy that as fast as possible. He should have given just the PR, like the last thing you do is deny it, which is essentially what he did. Sure. Oh, there, there are performance issues if you got a good computer. It's like, and well, for the record, I have a good computer. I've got a top of the line machine. Yeah. There's a distinct difference in FPS when you are outside on a planet or inside in a building. So, I mean, it doesn't matter even if you have the best computer, there's, there's issues, there's performance issues. So, I mean, he basically like kind of suggested there weren't issues and that they, you know, people need to upgrade. And that's one of the, I mean, that's a, don't you have phones moment in some ways. A little bit. Like yeah. it, yeah. yeah, it's just not the best approach. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been an opportunity for him to kind of connect the community a bit instead he came off as very aloof <laughs> to, the, yeah. to the issues at hand yeah it, it, that aloof and maybe a little elitist as well yes just like yes just, exactly don't you yeah. just get a better computer <laughs> yeah. like, and the worst part is even then no. their issues are still there so it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean to be fair it did seem like the, like the uh the question asker i don't know who i don't know not aware of who that is but it's, it's whoever asked that question yeah like like I just I imagine like someone like he, him holding like his hand out behind himself 
and then someone walking by and giving him a five behind his back. <laughs> like he's walking by. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just like Todd could have answered it better. That dude could have asked it 10 times better. You know, why is your machine having such poor performance on mid and low range systems? You know, something like that, but to just, yeah, the way he asked it. Yeah. Smarmy. Bad question, bad answer. Yeah. Smarmy for sure. Not, not a good, uh, not a good look for anyone. Uh, Absolutely not. Not a good look for anyone. That's right. Everyone except for Phil. Bad. You know who looks good? Yeah. Phil. Phil smiles. He's like, ah, you go ahead and take that one, Todd. I'm, I'm not I'm involved fucking in this. Phil Spencer, bitch. Yep. I'm, I'm not involved in any of this. Yeah. Absolutely. And somebody just said in chat, that's a good point. When, when somebody asks a question like that, they are very much, they're framing the question with the answer oh, in yeah. mind. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, which immediately makes the question kind of dumb in a lot of ways. You're just trying to say something at that point. So, yeah, which, you know, yeah. makes it look like a fool in most cases. Absolutely. And if I was taught, I'd be like, all right, the question, okay, I get what you're asking, but Phil, it's included with Game Pass. Just right. like to like, prepare all the issues. Spin like, the question hey! into a positive. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Running, it's running poorly, but you can check it out on Game Pass, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Um, I, I found a couple other little bits of news. Uh, Skull and Bones, everyone's favorite game to hate on, uh, has lost another creative director. Uh, um, this apparently was, I guess, earlier this year? Wait a second. Happened? There's creativity in Skull and Bones? <laughs> Got him. Uh, and now Ubisoft Singapore is facing uh, an organized labor campaign. By the country's uh, creative media and publishing union. So, yay! Uh, whatever, th- whatever. What did they announce from the closed beta? By the way, did they did they announce like? I, did they announce anything? I don't anything? Yeah, I'm just, they they just kind of did it. Like I do, I really do wonder if it was not a beta at all, and it was just a testing the waters to see what people think. It, to see what the reaction would be from people. Um. And I wonder if the fact that we haven't heard literally a single thing about it since then is like more telling than anything. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just either just release it as a free to play, like just put out whatever they have and, you know, with a cash shop or something like it, I, I'm, I don't think they'll cancel it because they, there is enough of a, a community that does seem to like what's there. Like, there's a lot of people that just like floating around in the water and shooting things with their buddies, you know, and more power to them if they're having fun. Great. Um, but I will say that I, I feel like any chance of this being like a full price release product is kind of sailed at this point. Like, I'd be very surprised if they try to do that. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to see. Have to see. Yeah. Yeah. As somebody just said in chat, they can't cancel the game at this point. I, no, I agree. I don't think it's, they can cancel it. It's too, it's too it's late. Too it's much. Too many resources. It's too much. They gotta at um, least try to make some money on it just yeah. as a, as a studio. So. I think yeah, a, a worst case would probably be a free to play, you know, with some cash shop elements or something. I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, speaking of, of uh, Schmarby's not a word. Speaking of Jeff Keeley being Jeff Keeley, let's go with that. Uh, oh. E3 announced uh, that they will not be using the Los Angeles Convention Center uh, for 2024's oh, no. event, as well as uh, parting ways with uh, Reed Pop. Uh, who had previously Wait. signed a multi-year deal agreement to organize E3 uh, that was beginning this year. Uh, Eurogamer reports that the uh, plans for the show ultimately fell through uh, with the show canceled by, quote, mutual decision. 
And then Keeley went on Twitter, not five minutes after all this was announced, and said, we'll see you guys this summer for Summer Game Fest. <laughs> you gotta love him for. You now taking place with Reed Pop in the convention center. <laughs> yeah. And hey, we've got a new that. location. Yeah, we got it. We got some new announcements for you. Yeah. yeah. 100%, 100%. Oh my lord, dude. Poor E3, man. They yeah. they that that that's like that's like a necromancer, like accidentally killing a subject and then like in the process of trying to reanimate it, it like knocks something down and then it like falls back to the floor. Like it's just it's just so bad. It's just just it has to, at this point it has to die, man. It has to die. It's got if yeah, anything it needs yeah. to die just to be reborn. But like they can't they can't keep doing this. Like, let yeah. it go, man. Yeah. Let it go. This you is, gotta let it go. You this gotta is let bad. It go. Yeah, let it go. It's rough. It's rough. <sighs> without question. But uh Keely won't uh, won't won't ever miss a chance to to dance on the corpse, as it were. Uh, he loves doing that. <laughs> he loves getting out. Well, there to be to be fair, that was that was his rival. Yeah, that was the Joker to his Batman for years and years and years. So it's like this is he's kind of taking his victory laps a little bit, kind of. It has been for a while, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. without question, yeah. without question. Oh man, uh, Mortal Kombat One, which is set to release, I think, in uh, full release in about nine mm. days. It's got early access a little bit before that. Uh, they had some announcements like Megan Fox is in Mortal Kombat 1 as a character named Natara. She's like a vampire succubus type character. She's oh. acting uh, as that character. Uh, full voice acting and I think motion capture as well. Uh, and then they hey. also got uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, in the game. Uh, he's He's got a skin for... Uh, Oh God, I'm blanking. Who's the who's the guy? That Johnny, does? Cage? Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Yeah. Who was the original inspiration, yeah, and they yeah. like wanted to get him for years, but he he essentially wow. said no uh, when they. I think they said they've been trying to get him for like 30 years uh, to voice oh, Johnny Cage, and now they got a full skin voice, everything like that. So well, there you go. Yeah, they're they're making the the rounds. Crazy right what time and money will do, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A hundred percent correct there. Oh man, <clears throat> they got that that Warner Brothers money, and like mm-hmm. I don't even know what mm-hmm. what is John Claude Van Damme like? Has he? What was his most recent movie? I don't even know. Was he in? Uh, he's, he's, getting, he's getting up there. KCBD. Man. Yeah, that's the last one I remember. <clears throat> the Expendables is that the Stallone film? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Stallone uh, uh, series. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Wait, he was, what is a truck split ad? Do you guys know what that is? Apparently, he did a truck split ad. I don't know what that is. Is that a gambling <laughs> site? I do not know what that is. Is that a gambling site? I don't know. I have no idea. <clears throat> a Volvo, Volvo ad? Volvo commercial. Okay. Oh, he Does did he the punch sp- a truck in the truck nuts? No, he. Oh, I see. He did the splits. <laughs> that would have also been good, but he did the splits on two trucks. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So a little bit on brand. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Good, for, good for him, man. Good for him. That's right. Yeah. Uh, God little- damn, dude. Like, how would, you, how would you like to, like, have one, like, cool physical trick that you could turn into an entire fucking career. Entire brand. Like your entire yeah, dude. Like he did the kind of like he does the splits farting? like wow. <laughs> Zeke does do the fart. Well, you see, but like I don't have the I don't have the monopoly on farting. Like lots that's of a good point. Like that's a good point. Yeah. I'm not the only farting guy. I don't know if there's a but singular if you say, person who has the monopoly on farting, really. 
When you think fart, no, I know it's not, it's not it's one person comes to mind. It's a fart saturated that's market. True. That's true. It's it's a very it's fart saturated. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Same with same with most if you said, bodily functions. Yeah, but if you said dude mm. and splits, Jean Claude, that's the it first. Is, person it is kind of yeah, everybody. Kind of Jean Claude. Yeah. Kind if of you think thing. flying dragon kick, it's Luke. It's Luke King. I mean, it's you know some people just have that thing. It's kind of a bicycle thing. kick. Yeah, bicycle kick for sure. <clears throat> What else is there? A little industry new. Don, Donald Mustard, uh, who is the s- chief creative officer at Epic for 25 years, has announced that uh, he will be retiring uh, later this month. So that's kind of a, if you think about what Fortnite has done with him at the the helm over the past couple of years, that's uh, kind of wild. I wonder like how much he actually influenced uh, all of what Fortnite has become, I would assume a large amount, but a few billions. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely made a lot of money without question. It influenced the entire industry. Oh God. Yeah. You say he's billions stepping down. Billions billions. That what said? Yeah. He's retiring. Yeah. Oh God. Good for having 25 years in the industry. That's kind of not many people could say that. That's a long fucking time in video games. Um, Either, well, Zeke, you're at Burning Man. Co, did you check out Last Epoch at all with the power <laughs> patch uh, nope. that they had? They put in nope. the new I, uh, Sorcerer, I think? I am planning on doing a, a big return to Last Epoch when it's 1.0, which yeah. I don't believe this patch was. So I'm, I I played tons of hours of it. I loved every hour I had in it. Uh, it was my first hardcore character experience, actually, was Last Epoch. Oh. And, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for 1.0. But yep. That's when I'm going to be returning to it. I think a lot of people are as well. Uh, that it was funny because there was uh, there was a lot of sponsor streams for, I think Last Epoch had sponsor streams and then Torchlight, Infinite Torchlight Immortals, oh. Torchlight something or other was also doing a bunch of sponsor sponsored uh, streams this week because they had a new season. I think it's Infinite. Yeah, I saw a handful of those pop up, uh, and that's uh, that's most of the news. So we can. Uh, Move it, move out of the way, talk some Starfield, because I think that's where most of the conversation is right now. Baldur's Gate also still doing very well. Uh, that launched on uh, PlayStation. Uh, have have you heard from anyone in your chat? How How is that performing on the PS5? Specifically, like, Act 3, is it? Um, I haven't heard much at all about it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, so I think either. that's probably because most of those players are knee-deep in it. That's probably true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, drops as low as 20 FPS in performance mode in the city. Yeah. That, well, yeah, that's about on PC, PC. too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's a little bit of an issue. It was about fine. I'm sure it's fine in Act yeah. 1 and Act 2. But mm-hmm. it's the PC version on Ultra pretty much. So with that said, it's it's rough. Yeah, okay. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that we talked about it last week, but Bloodline 2 did get a trailer out of nowhere. I have not seen it yet. It's I, I can pull Wait, it up sorry, if you what? guys want to watch. Yeah, that they... Empire the Masquerade Bloodlines two has a new developer, the Chinese Room, and it got a trailer. And did it get a release date too, or was it just uh, fall? Tw- it just says coming fall twenty twenty four. There we go. So I a year didn't out. Even think yeah. to hope that that dead I know right was I know going to be brought back. No one did. I, uh, it happened I, at a random packs. I'm a little torn on it because I don't have a lot of experience with stuff from Chinese room. Like, um, I did see, 
a bit of a trailer where it went through uh, like some of the stuff that they've done. I, mm. That may have been the beginning of that trailer, actually. But it's, none of it is stuff that I've really played or had. I, I don't. They did not, Amnesia, the pig game, the the machine pig or machine. I, I played that. That was that was okay, but also is arguably, from what I understand, like not the best Amnesia. Yeah. That's, so I think that's generally regarded that well. Yeah, or that way. So I I don't know. I'm I'm a little I'm a little torn. I I there's no question. I will say I would have been a lot more excited about this if it was like a dev I really had faith in. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I'm I'm you know I'm gonna check it out obviously and I hope it's awesome. But we'll see. Little one punch man going on there. Yeah. Oh, they got the 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 uh, um piss of the North Star shit. <laughs> you know, vampire stuff. Yeah. Oma, oma. Shinderu. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This, uh, I think this was at a PAX. They don't call it PAX Prime anymore. PAX West, I guess, is what they call it. PAX West. Yeah. Um, at a random panel, I think, is when this was shown. So a lot of people were uh, surprised by it because I, I think everyone thought this was dead in the water after the uh the debacle Ker- kerfluffle the kerfluffle yeah. yeah that uh that ended uh that so we'll see i i guess they had to do something with all the assets uh that they oh, had. around a year from now huh yeah man i am i am going to be i'm just going to be super optimistic about it i'm i'm just going to be it's going to be the finally like this is going to be awesome shut up Shut <laughs> up! Just put, your, put your hands in there. La, 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 la. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, I've been looking forward to this game since the first gameplay stuff they did a long time ago. I thought that looked fine. Like you know, I mean, that? people people tend to forget that Vampire the Masquerade was a pretty janky freaking game, and it was still really cool and fun to play. So I mean, you know, I mean, what we saw the previous time looked good. If they can just get it out and get it out in like a vision similar to the first one, I think it'll be fine, man. I mean, it's got such a cult following in terms of of people that are just going to play it anyway. So, yeah, as long as it's, you know, has that same consistent level of, of dialogue and character and that cool underworld vibe, then yeah, it'll be fine. I've dipped dip my toe in the Vampire of the Masquerade world. I've never, like, I never, like, took a full swim, but, like, I did play, uh, like, Bloodlines, and I played it all the way through, which is actually, you know, for me, it's saying something because, uh, and I played it, like, not that long ago. Like, I didn't play it when it came out. I played it for the first time, like, when, while I was still streaming. Uh, I want to, I don't know, like, five, six years ago? Something like that. And even for, like, an older game, fuck, man, it was really, really good. Like, it was, like, the storylines, the voice acting. The, the voice acting. Man, if they get, like, the same caliber of voice acting they got for the first game, for this game, holy shit, we're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah. But... We'll see. Uh, <laughs> so it just reminds Tally and says, "If I can argue with a stop sign, I will buy it. No question." <laughs> Is that a thing? In no, the you first stop. That's it's actually a thing. You can be like one of the one of the uh, um what is it? Malkavian, I want to say, is like yep. one of the crazy yep. races of vampire. You can be, yeah, and they just have all of these wild dialogue things all over the place. And at one point, I think he gets an argument with a stop sign because it's telling him to stop. He's like, "I wonder if I don't want to stop." And he just, and he literally just, you just sit there having a dialogue, an actual RPG dialogue with a stop sign, and he just keeps coming up with things to say. It's uh, but I, I got a it's question. Awesome. It's wildly creative. Yeah, it's great. Got a question for you, Co. What What is your opinion on on crab nipples? 
with the nipple crab, crab, crab nipple, nipple. <laughs> you, got, you got all the crabs. The guys got crab. Oh nipples. my god, dude! I'm gonna have to do another Malkavian playthrough. I think. <laughs> oh man, the old crab nipples. Mm. I just like saying yeah. crab nipples. It's just some, it's just I some random mutterings from the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah. seriously, it's it's like uh, um, uh, you ever you ever heard of the like the, the when you're an extra on stage. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say like like peas and carrots, peas and carrots, watermelon, watermelon. Like you're supposed to mouth those words so it looks like you're talking, but you're not saying it out loud. Yeah. So like it looks like you're having a muted conversation in the back. Like that's what that's what it felt like. Crab nipple, nipple crab, nipple, nipple crab. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, hopefully they get the crab nipples. They get the stop sign. They get everything. Uh, I hope so. Hopefully so. From yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I think that project initially was like announced in 2020 or 2019 yeah i think they got the rights time. in like 2017 2018 yeah they've, they've had it for a while so anyways let's talk starfield let's dive into some starfield we haven't uh, discussed it as the the trio uh on the show uh co i think you're the foremost expert uh, amongst the three of us uh, and I haven't heard your thoughts uh, on it. So how I know you started another playthrough, so I think you can kind of glean what that means. Uh, but but how is Starfield going for you? Uh, I am having a fantastic time in Starfield, especially now. Yep i I have uh, I made when the game came out. It was told to me in the most spoiler free way possible, so I didn't even know why I was doing it to. Push the main story, do New Game Plus, and then do your sandbox playthrough. Yeah. So I didn't start the game doing that. I, I didn't, like, start the main story immediately. I was doing some side stuff and taking my time. But at one point during my first playthrough, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get to the end. I'm going to New Game Plus because people keep telling me that's the best way to do this. And then I'm going to have my big sandbox playthrough. So I pushed the main story. I finished the main story. I, I'm not... I. I wouldn't say this is a spoiler, but I will, I will say I was not my personal opinion due to some of the ways that it is done. I, I'm not a fan of the main story. Not a fan. I thought, I feel like it's mid at best. Yes. Like it's, I, you know, not a fan. It's a Bethesda so main I, story. <laughs> so I, I had this, I had this main, I, my, my whole first multi hour experience with this game was just like kind of pushing through it to get to what I felt was going to be like my big sandbox playthrough. So I started my big sandbox playthrough, immediately made a huge mistake for my sandbox playthrough, which was in my sandbox playthrough, I opted to skip the main quest, which I didn't realize at the time means that you actually miss out on a lot of stuff that's not even related to the main quest. And at that point, I didn't really, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was just kind of trucking along. And, um, you know, I did the first faction quest, for UC Vanguard, which I absolutely loved. In fact, I feel it's 10 times better than the main story in terms of like where it takes you and the characters and the reveals. And like, it was just wildly more entertaining for me. And um, then I did the freelancer and that was pretty cool. And, you know, I was doing some side quests and stuff and about, about two or three hours before the end of my, my first big playthrough is I, I think chat kind of figured it out before I did that. There was just, so much stuff that I had not done how I normally would want to do in a game like this, that it was starting to kind of grate on me a little bit. I was starting to focus on that a little bit more. And eventually got to the point where 
I'm I'm running one of these side quests, and I just it just clicks in my head. I realize like I need to restart the game and do this the way I want to. Like I'm I'm at this point I'm just pushing through. You know, I'm in a sandbox. It's not going to be the hundred percent sandbox. I push New Game Plus, and I and then looking back, I regretted it. To put it bluntly, I just regretted it, and um and I just I wasn't I wasn't having a great time. So I restarted my playthrough, and I want to say that was what yesterday. I think the day before. And I am now having a phenomenal time playing it exactly how I want to play it. Um, it is a more enjoyable experience for me. And um, I'm working through the main UC quest line. I just, I'm, you know, minorly working through the um, main quest. I've already done like multiple quests I didn't do in my first one just because of how big this game is. I've got two major faction quests I haven't even done yet. And one of them I keep getting told is like one of the best in the game. And uh, yeah, I am, I am having a fantastic time in this game. And, and don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike my first playthrough. I just realized I wanted to do it a different way and experience it the way I wanted to in that framework. Yeah, what, and not just kind of like yeah. what what does that mean? Like what specifically so, does that entail? So the specific the specific thing is is there are there are lore things that happen at the end of the first playthrough and at the start of the second. I'm not going to talk about that because they're major spoilers. But I don't like how I ended my first one. And I didn't like how I began my began my second one. Um, I didn't I didn't like the way my character felt in the second one, being my primary world because it wasn't again lore reasons and stuff. So there was just all these little factors that added up to me personally having just reservations about wanting to like hundred percent in that world. Um, I do want to point out that there are not like there's not like big mechanical things outside of you know the fact that you and this, and this is public information at this point the fact that you lose all your credits lose all your outposts you lose all your ships like all this stuff from the first round and the thing about me is that i didn't just main quest in my first playthrough i did a, like a bunch of like little minor side stuff too so i lost a lot when i did that and frankly the stuff i got back i wasn't even really interested in i didn't even really use or care about so yeah yeah it That's just true. it wasn't it was it was it was one of those situations that that made me realize like don't listen to other people to tell you how to have fun like and i know that sounds so basic but you know as an almost 40 year old man i still have issues with that sometimes like i i to put it bluntly like i have no idea looking back why i listen to people saying just rush the main quest especially in a bethesda game like even if there were meaningful intangible things at the end of that like it's not meant for that you know like it's just yeah so i i actually made a video um that goes over the new game plus stuff and like explains the different ways you can do it. And at the end, I was like, I listened to other people. I regretted it. Um, now you have all the information. Make your own decision and have your own fun. Like, don't listen, don't let someone else tell you how to play the game. Uh, like I did. So essentially. So Dude, yeah. I gotta say, like, that is like one of the main reasons I like I I don't play certain games on on my stream. Uh, because like I am global and easily influenced and like someone was like, no, 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 you don't want to do that. You want to do that. And, uh, sometimes they were wrong and then they've been <laughs> wrong before and it makes me angry. I'm like, no, I definitely and, wanted to do that. Well, just, just to make things even more gray, <laughs> the way that I was told to play the game is not a wrong way to do it. It's not like a binary black and white thing. Like a lot of people right. are playing the game exactly how I'm playing it. And that's their preferred way of doing it, which just lends even more credence to the fact that it's like you really, since this is such a personal decision and how you enjoy the medium, 
and especially like the Bethesda sandbox medium, like it makes it just that much more important that you're the one that makes the decision. Like that it's even it's even more of an issue to listen to other people at that point because they may not have the same kind of fun you do in this environment. Shroud is a perfect example. I mean, Shroud New Game Plus 10 this game, didn't even do the sandbox stuff, said he loved it and he and put the game down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and he, that was his fun. And he had a great time with it. Um, so, you know, and, and that's like, that's of course totally fine. And if he had listened to the sandbox thing first, he probably would have lost interest. If he had done it the way I'm restarting my game to play it, probably made him not even finish the game. So it's, it's a, it's a very subjective thing. And funny enough, this kind of leads into my next thing about Starfield. This game, one of the reasons it is so, um, controversial, we'll say like there are people out there that hate this game. More importantly, there's people out there that are mad at you for liking it, if you're someone who does. <laughs> and the reason and, 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 and the reason that is, is because this game is a great example of a product. And, and don't get me wrong, you could argue that every game is like this, but I feel that this game really accentuates the fact that there are games out there like this where you will get out of this game what you want to get out of it. If you want to have a giant sandbox experience with hundreds of characters, loot everywhere, progression pass, cool ship building. Like if you want to get all that out of this game, that's all going to be there. If you want to hate on this game for terrible procedural generation, plastic looking people, uh, poor dialogue that doesn't even make sense sometimes, tons of bugs all over the place, um, a ship build, a ship combat mechanic that is easy and barely even there. The whole ship thing just feels tacked on like it's not a real space sim at all. That's all there too. And the problem is that both of those perspectives are right. And if you focus on that second one, this is a bad game. Yeah. That, <laughs> if dude, you focus that's... on the first one, it's a great game. It's so funny because I was last week, I was like, I have a love-hate relationship. And the two different things, the two sides you just stated are exactly where I'm at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. How many times have we talked about this in the years we've done this show where I am a gamer I can take the stuff I like in a game and I can make that my game's world. And just like I say, every time I talk about doing that, not everyone's like that. In fact, I'd argue most people aren't. So this game is a perfect example of what you're talking about, where it's like, there's a lot of great stuff in here, but there's also a whole lot of BS. And the problem that, that we're even seeing more of that is Bethesda gamers, as they're now being called Bethesda players are the ones that tend to just focus on the good stuff. So they're out here going, man, this game's awesome. And there's so much to do and see. And I've been playing it 50 hours. It's great. And then you have the other people that are like, why are you playing this bugged piece of shit? (laughs) What's wrong with you? I like, how can you, how can you pay full price for this? Huh? And, and they feel fundamentally like vindicated in saying that and putting out that opinion. They, they, and I'm not saying again, I'm not arguing with it. I'm just saying they're coming from a place where they are totally sold on this game being absolute garbage because they want like that triple a hard. They don't want to talk to an NPC and see him float through the ground in front of them or talk to his back or have a robot come out of nowhere and smack the person that they're talking to into the back wall. Um, I mean, it's, it's real quick, real quick. Like that, that floating thing. Like I saw a little piece of that, like of, of, you know, NPCs floating and that kind of shit. It like really, can I say triggered? It really triggered me because when I was playing uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, like back in the day, oh the same shit. A 
pivotal character to the main storyline floated up and out of the building that I would and never to return. And I you got had rapture. To start is what we call that. Yeah. From, <laughs> I had to start from a, <laughs> a like a save that was like like way, way, way well before this was before I was like quick saving every every chance I got. So I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the f- I need to talk to this person. And they just yep. got they went to Jesus. What is this? And then I saw it in Starfield. I'm like, oh shit. I mean that happened again. constantly, yeah. Well, when not somebody hates on this game. When somebody hates on this game and they say they're using the same freaking engine with the same bullshit bugs for like like and they're and like they're absolutely right. You can't you can't really get on someone for that. I mean, there's lots of reasons they're using the same engine. And all of their tools are customized for it. They're familiar with it. They can make the parts that work well in it work for them. Like, there's lots of reasons they're using this engine, obviously. But it still has the same bugs. And you can't really, like, say that's fine. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway, that's my views on Starfield. I am almost 120 hours into it. I started a new run. I'm loving every second of it. I can't. I'm This, this is my 100% run. My plan is to do everything there is to do in this game. Make a save. And that's going to be my game for any future expansions and stuff. And then I'm probably going to explore New Game Plus. I'm going to then New Game Plus the game and then New Game Plus 2, 3, 4, 5, you know, probably taking a 10 and more experiment, that whole thing, and then make a save there. So I'll have like a New Game Plus 10 plus character and then I'll have my everything has been completed in my awesome ship and probably some outpost character and have a great time with it. And I got to say, the other two factions are as good as the first two. I'm thrilled. I can't wait to play them. They've been awesome. You said people are on like NG plus like tens and shit like that. Like, is this game just not terribly long as far as the main story goes? Oh, so welcome uh, to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, so oh. it generally I, takes thirty to fifty hours. Um, yeah, and, oh, but okay. it depends on what you want to do. So here's here's how it works. Okay, you get you get space uh, magic in the game, and you get space magic by going around the universe and doing these things called temples, which are everyone's exactly the same. It's just it's just boring farming. And then you do the whole main story once into New Game Plus. And then at that point, you can truncate the main story. You can actually choose to skip it. And when you choose to skip it, okay. it essentially just becomes a bunch of fetch quests. Go get this artifact. Go get that artifact. Go get isn't this it, artifact. Okay. Isn't it like a 90 minute game, game after that? One. Something like that. It's real quick. Yeah. And, and you can get it even quicker if you like know what you're doing. So every time you do that, wow. you have the option of just going through the main story or getting all the powers you can and then going through the main story. Because here's the thing. Not only are there like, God, 25. 28 powers, but every one of those can be ranked up to rank 10. So you can get and you can upgrade them. And then it gets even crazier because after you get to a point, not all powers spawn in, in each run. And those powers can actually be duplicates of one you've already maxed. So at that, like somebody in my chat, um, his name is Undead Time, and he's on like new game 17 or 18, and he's not maxed all his powers yet. So it's this situation where it's like, you can do all this. You can become like a space god if you want to. You know, you can be like super souped up. Because keep in mind, your your skills are transferring every new game plus. Uh, your powers are transferring every new game plus. There are some other things that I don't want to get into too much because it's spoiler territory that also increase to a point in terms of power and effectiveness as you new game plus. So the the kind of big discussion around this game is, you know, do you is is it intended that you become a space god? before you sandbox because every time you new game plus it erases the sandbox part of the game every time you new game plus everything resets your ship any ship you've built any outposts you built all of the loot that you've gotten disappears that's what killed my so yeah 
So the, the premise and the, and the discussion going on right now is like, how do you best approach that? And the two camps are the one I'm in, but you know, I'm in it for my specific reasons that I cover in my video. And the other one is, you know, either park it at a new game plus you want to, a lot of people just choose the first one, they, they new game plus one time. Um, and then they just make that their sandbox playthrough. And then there's the space gods, as I call them, who want to take their character, like all the way to new game plus 10 or further. And then at that point, they park their playthrough and do their big sandbox run as a space god. So um, there's no real right answer. Obviously, it's just how you want to have fun. Uh, some people are fine grinding 30 to 70 hours uh, to get like the best possible gears and skills before doing their sandbox. Other people have jobs or families in limited time, and they don't have the time to do that. They just want to play the damn game. Uh, other people are like me who have like, you know, story and lore reasons and, and you know, doing things for the first time and stuff that kind of is meaningful to them. So that factors into your decision as well. Um, but it's, uh, it's interesting because we haven't seen something like this before in a Bethesda game. It's kind of like two different ways to play the game in one package. And everyone's kind of trying to figure out the best way to deal with that. Bethesda's always been about the sandbox. It's always been about being immersed and living in this world. So they have now put in a mechanic where you can essentially like delete that part of the game whenever you want to, to move forward in this other part of the game. So the public at large is having like a lot of, in, in many cases, in most cases, interesting discussions on like how best to approach that. Yeah. It, it has uh, been very JP, interesting for sure. Did you, uh, you might've already, I'm sure you've already answered this, but have you, did you finish it? Did you finish run? Yeah. So I, I finished my run, uh, Monday. And when I say finish, uh, I saw credits and started new game plus, um, okay. Cause I was in the same camp as co where it's like, I fed into the bullshit of like, yeah, you need to rush main story. And so it, that started on like, I would say the Friday end of Friday for me and like beginning of Saturday, um, where it's like, maybe I should just rush main story and just like, because I didn't know what I wanted to do in the game. It's like, should I just do main story? I kind of know what happens. I guess I'm going to look up and see what happens. Okay. I, I know what happens now. And I was on the show last week saying like, yeah, I guess I'm going to rush main story. Uh, and, and for all intents and purposes, I'm pretty sure I said like that apparently is the, the best way to play it. I think I said that exact same thing or that, that exact line last week. Having done it. That's what people were saying. Yeah. Having done it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. For, for me, but, but it's for different reasons for me. Yeah. And, and it's for different reasons for me because when I see credits roll in a game, unless there is something like Hades, for example, where the game, like there's, there's more to do after that. And I don't know how else to describe it. Like I see credits roll. Okay, next game. And so I put 40 hours into it, and I was like, that's kind of cool. Next game. <laughs> and I just moved on. Because I had so many, like, Co yep. when, he, when he was going through, like, the bad side of the thing. Uh, and a lot of it is fixed is a weird term. A lot of it has been uh, helped by mods. Like the UI, for example. The UI in this game, and I've, I'm sick of me saying this, fucking awful. <laughs> It's abysmal. Like, I absolutely hate everything UI related. The weight system in this game, the encumbrance system in this game, dog shit. 
<laughs> I don't understand how they got play testers to be like, no, I like spending 90% of my game in an inventory system. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and so I just like straight up on Friday, maybe it was end of Sunday. When I started the game, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put in mods. I'm going to increase my weight to 9,000. I'm just going to loot anything that I want. And then I realized, well, I already put five points into weightlifting to increase my weight. I already designed my entire ship so that I can have as much weight as possible on the ship, given the class of ship that I had, which was like 1,700. So now I've just like built a character and I've completely made that oh, pointless man. by typing a console command. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. That then, hurts, dude. It's that like, hurts. Well, do I want to restart the game or do I just want to put it down and move on to the next thing? Uh, and I am not, I, I am the opposite. I, I would say the, the Bethesda game that I've enjoyed the most was Skyrim. Uh, and apart from that, I am not a fallout fan. I've never completed a single fallout. Uh, I would say I've probably put maybe 15 hours total into the entire fallout series. Um, so I'm probably the least, uh, like Bethesda fan. And so seeing that this has all the same issues that I had with those games and maybe even highlighted a bit more. I feel like this game, you, you spin the game in loading sequences 99% of the time. Um, and like the main quest kind of highlights it as well, because you'll, zip to a planet, load, talk to a singular person, leave the planet, go to another planet, talk to a singular. And it's just like, I think there was like maybe three or four missions where I was actually like fighting for more than 10 minutes in like an actual dungeon. Uh, and that's why I enjoyed Skyrim so much is because it was it, the, the, uh, the loop of Skyrim is like walk, 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 walk. And there's not very much loading unless you're going into a dungeon. And this is just like fly around, see load. Well, not even fly around, fly around is a weird term. Load around, then get to a planet, load into the planet. And then there's like maybe three interesting things to see <laughs> on that planet. And then as soon as I started seeing those same buildings multiple times on different planets, the illusion just started to shatter for me when I was doing like the same compound. Uh, well, it's, it's interesting. Where are you he headed, had, he had stranger? This... I'm just loading around. Don't <laughs> you worry about me. We, we had this, we had this discussion earlier on the channel where uh, like this, this stuff, where you're actually walking around like a big open world and it feels like you're actually exploring stuff. This here is like the traditional Bethesda sandbox. Yeah. And I think a lot of, a lot of people wanted this on the planets. That's and, I, and and they didn't get that. You just get these like expansive, long, open, you know, rocks or tree which, filled like it's which, with little cool. stuff, which is kind of stuff you know splattered here and there. But yeah. at the same time, it's not like I think people wanted what you get in the cities, also more out in the wild, yeah. and that kind of that kind of jarring expectation not being there. Um, I think rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. In fact, we, we, another thing we were talking about today was that, um, you know, for the first expansion, it'd be super cool of them if they made like the planet you go to was like a Skyrim style open world where it's like the whole big thing was handcrafted. There was a lot of area to go around and explore. And like, you know, I think, I think that would give people a little bit more like what they want out of the game. Cause I feel like, you know, 
that's the Bethesda stuff that I think a lot of people really enjoy is exactly what you're talking about. So this is a different take on it. Yeah. Um, this is a different take on it. I, I personally like don't mind this take on it. Um, cause you know, I feel like, again, I tend to focus on the, the parts that I really enjoy, like the cities and stuff like that. And everything else is just side stuff, I guess to me, but I totally understand when, when people frequently say that, you know, the planets are large and lifeless and by the, the third time, you've done a procedural dungeon. That's just a copy of a main dungeon that you've done. Yeah. <laughs> like the, like a cave system well, it, or it breaks underground laboratory. So quick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's very easy to, to lose sight of that. You know how cool that system actually is. First couple times you do it. It's like, Whoa, this is cool. Totally. Like the third and third and fourth. You're like, okay, this is, this you go is into some it. of those caves <laughs> and they're fucking massive. And you're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Like, and it looks cool. And it, there's so many things in there that you can like interact with and literally like, I'm having a great time. I've had a lot of people ask me like, have you done a lot of procedural stuff? And I'm just kind of like, Oh, I just kind of yeah. stick to the, the cities and the quests. And cause that's the part that I think is well done. That's the fun part for me is, is, you know, going around to the city, talking to everyone that you can get all those little quests you can do, you know, they'll send you to the fun iconic locations. And that's like where the meat of the game is, is in all these like unique, fun little handcrafted locations. But yeah. It's uh, definitely definitely a thing. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, mm. Coke, because you you put so many more hours than I did. I, I think almost uh, you had 120, and I ended at 40. Uh, or you have 120, and I I ended yeah. at 40. I'm still going. I've got yeah, you're still going 40 plus. Yeah. Um, when it comes, so the itemization of the game, the the second mob I killed dropped a yellow, uh, which is like mm-hmm. a legendary. And my understanding is that legendaries come with three traits, but then you have seven mods on them that you can then later mod. Your no, it depends on. on the weapon type, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah depending on the weapon type, it's like four to mm-hmm. eight or whatever. Um, do you think, what are your thoughts on the skill system? Cause I found myself interested in it. And then I realized that it was way too grindy, particularly like the medicine upgrading of the skill system. <laughs> Because I wanted to get tier two of that. Yeah. And it's like, you got to use uh, 200 med packs before you can like max out the first medicine skill. I think but, it's, you got to heal 200 HP. Uh, I think it's, I, I thought it was, you have to you're heal. About tier, tier one to two or three to two to three. The whole thing. Like the, to do the whole oh, thing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay. The last one uh, is a hundred, I think, but. Oh, you have to use 20 med packs. Yeah, the, the thing I, I, I like the idea behind the skill system because it's the kind of thing where you it the game doesn't want you to be able to just have four skill points and go from basic to max in one skill immediately i like that idea in fact i like it so much that i it has forced me to take other skills a lot of times or look into places i may not go normally which i think is very cool i think that every skills amount that you have to do is a balancing act and i think that some of them are not balanced very well yeah i found so that I, I, yeah i i love the concept and sometimes the implementation is great um but other times it definitely feels a little a little like they didn't do too much testing with some of them it um to be adjusted it was very funny because the the weightlifting perk for instance uh i felt like i was playing oblivion or morrowind and having uh my control key jammed down by a quarter 20 years ago and standing behind someone and leaving it on all night because the weightlifting perk increases when you run around at 75% encumbrance. And so 
you. That's what I did for about 30 minutes to max rank. Let's just load myself up with a ton of fucking rocks and just ran in a circle so I could carry more shit. And, and again, the idea the idea is is kind of cool because the idea is, well, if you're getting this because you're encumbered, you're probably going to be encumbered. Right. So we're going to put a limit on, you know, just make it so you have to just it, the the idea behind it is kind of falls apart when you sit there and say, I'm going to grind this out because the whole idea behind those things is that you're passively using the skills you choose to use or the statuses that you choose to be in over time. Yeah. The whole equation falls apart when you take out the overtime thing. So it, yeah, you're right. It seems kind of weird that, you know, you want another perk and carrying stuff. You just have to run around and think, but the game's also telling you, no, we don't want you to have this right now. We don't want you to be able to do this. So just go play the game or pick another perk. And then as you get this naturally, then you can come back and get it later. Is that the best system? Again, when it's balanced, it's kind of cool and fun. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just gating systems. Yeah. Um, it's gating the perks. Yeah. So it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's hit and miss. It's hit and miss. Did Does you, it feel like um, you need, need perks? Like, are they, do they have a lot of impact oh, when you get like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, some of, well, here's the thing. So first okay, of all, okay. there's, there's four levels of perks and you only get to the bottom as you spend more in that tree. And, and some of the coolest stuff of the game is, is behind some perks like shipbuilding and being able to fly bigger ships. Um, if you want to get into outpost building, if you want to mod weapons and armor. And in my last playthrough, I had weapon modding three. And in this game, it's just badass. You can like put electric tips on the end of your guns that like electrify the ammo and then put in like uranium ammunition. So it like poisons enemies that then poison all the enemies around them. Uh, make, I never got know, to interact put, with that. Take a shotgun and, and take a single barrel shotgun and make a double barrel and then make that a sniper on a long thing. So you're essentially like <laughs> using a double barrel shotgun as like a sniper rifle. Damn. Um, like it's, it's, there's a lot of, of very, very cool stuff that comes with weapon modding. And this is all similar to Fallout 4, if you played that game, which was kind of the blueprint for the modding system now. It just seems to have been a little bit more pushed out and stuff. And then, you I know, was couple ask that, that with that's all what the cool effects like, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then you couple that with, like, the rarity and then the RNG on the rarity. And it, it really... One thing I will say I love about Starfield is the loot. Anytime you see a gold item, like, that, it immediately, like, is, oh, shit. Like, this, this could be amazing. Sometimes it's garbage, <laughs> but it could be amazing. So I've, I've really liked that about the looting. Um, it, it's made it a lot more interesting. I, I mean, and, and also I like the rarity as well. Like there was a, a, a sniper rifle I found on my first run and I, and I found a white one and I was like, man, I, I, you know, I'd love to see, you know, a blue or purple, even gold version of this played another 30 hours. Never even saw a blue. <laughs> So it's like if one of if a purple or gold would have dropped, like that would have been like an actual dopamine hit, you know. <laughs> like at that point, it's like I don't even care what's on this. Like if it has perks and I can mod it up, like oh, this is it, you know, because I love that gun. Yeah. So um, another thing, I played. Um, what was it? I, I think I put about seventy hours into my main game, and saw a gun I'd never seen before of an entire of an entire type. Oh, like this. Slight spoilers like a rail cannon <laughs> like an actual what was that what was like, like the end game cannon. name of it that's it's called an avatar oh and, I never uh, saw and that. it became it, oh i dude it, it took me so long to get to it and uh that gun became one of my main guns it was amazing and then i could mod that up too so it's like it's you know there's there's a uh, 
there's a lot of very cool long-term stuff. I'm sure. I bet there. I wonder if there's things that we haven't even seen yet. Might be. Um, especially a lot of like it's level gated, right? Plus RNG. Yes, there's a, there's unfortunately a little bit more level gating than I'd like in this game. Um, particularly one thing that that I found out it really heavily level level gates is shipbuilding components, which sucks. As I mean, shipbuilding components should have all to do with the perks that you get in your working towards, and nothing really to do with what you can arbitrarily buy for an NPC. Oh, so it unlocks um, them from the NPC. Oh, for sure, dude. I, oh. I I can go to it. My character's fifteen. I can go to an NPC on my level fifteen character, and I will see a third of the available parts that I would see if I fired up my higher level character. Um, that Got kind it. of stuff seems very not cool at all. Yeah, that, I didn't, again, I didn't there's even no, know that. There's no immersive sense at all behind that. There's no reason that two people going up to the same vendor should see wildly different things offered to them. It's not like I, you know, they're more certified or anything like that. It's just, it's just weird and unnecessary. And, and apparently they do that in, uh, in a few different of the, of the systems in the game. And, and I just, you know, it's not a fan. Got it. Yeah, for me, um, as someone who's who spent a decent amount of time uh, customizing a ship, I was super into the idea of like, man, I re- it it's really cool to go and build a ship, and then you right after you build the ship, it pops up like that, and it's right there in front of you, and it's this massive, you know, hulking ship that has fucking landing gears, and there's fog coming out of it, and you're like, I built that, that's fucking sick, and then you oh, fly dude. it, and you're like. Oh God! Okay, why did I spend so much time? On this well, thing? see, I, 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 I know, I know this isn't the popular opinion, but I actually just taking off and like doing the light, the driving around, and and even the space combat for me, I love the feeling of spending a lot of time building something and then having it just like steamroller wreck these encounters that were destroying me early. Oh, you can break like for it. me, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. So I, I honestly don't really have. I, I've, I've designed a pretty mean ship at, at my at the end of my last run, and I'm very much looking forward to, Did to you... building a ship in this. One. <clears throat> that actually brings up a, a point that I wanted to to ask you about. Like I've been watching this playthrough for you know how, you've been skipping around a little bit, but like I haven't seen space at all. <laughs> like, oh, I can zip space. Is, is that minimal. a factor? <laughs> so. And and this was this was clearly a decision that Bethesda made. So they they it's have Starfield, right? <laughs> they have given players the option to strongly minimize their time in space. And here's the thing: there are so many people that are 100% ragging on this game, on this about the game. Why is taking off a cutscene? Why is it that I can just warp between planets and not see stuff? For me, I personally don't mind it at all. Because here's the thing, you go to space and you do this stuff when you want to. You can go to a mission board and take three missions to go blow up space things, or you know, or when you're docking, you always have to do it in space. Like when you want to do it, you can. I'm personally fine with them not having to make me do busy work in space between, and they already do to a little degree. But I mean, when I want to get to another place, when I want to go to another planet, I can hit M. Bring up my star map, click on that planet, highlight a place to land on it. It'll say, do you want to land here? I hold down X and my character literally transports off one planet and and pops up on the other. So I clearly went through space. Does it bypass bypass getting attacked while traveling though? Or is that still a thing that can happen? No. When you you do fast traveling, like big time between planets, there's there's none of that. that, However, you you miss any space combat. There are tons of RNG events that can happen when you go to planets. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that I feel a lot of people are kind of like discounting this a little bit. 
You don't have to do that. If you want, every time you can run to your ship, you can take off, you can be in space, you can open your star map, not travel to a planet, click on another system, fire up your grav drive, go through that cutscene. Yeah, that's you what arrive I did, and potentially yeah. get another RNG event. Then you can bring oh. up the planet, you can pick your landing thing, see another cutscene. So if if you want that that feeling of actually going into space, being able to move around a little bit there, maybe get some RNG events, maybe get some combat, and then land on another planet, you can do that if you want to. So it's it's again going back to the beginning of what I said. I don't mind that Bethesda lets me if I if I want to do a quest, if I'm in a big quest chain or I just want to get a side quest done, like they give me the option to do that. And I can literally just bypass the space part of the game to do it. I'm fine having that option. I think it's I think it's it's kind of great. Um because there are certainly some quests, especially like like the UC Vanguard line, where all of a sudden some super interesting stuff is happening and I don't necessarily want to do a bunch of random other things or space combat. I just want to like want to get to the next point. I want to do this. Like let's go. And being able to just like warp between the planets and stuff is is for me is great. Yeah, and I I didn't. Is even it know one of those systems where? You, is it is it one of those game systems where you once you have like long travel to the place you can just go back just warp there, or can you just yes. do that automatically so, right out the gate? So there's there's a couple systems that limit the way that it works. So first of all, there's an exploration system. So you have to actually at least go to a system. Um, once before you keep kind of going down the, the chain of systems to get to specific areas. Um, once you get to a planet, you generally have to the first time at least like scan it or pick a landing zone. So you generally cannot just land somewhere. Sometimes you can if you have like a quest location. Um, but there's all sorts of other things that come from being around planets that will then give you more options to do things. Like you may zone into, you may have to travel to a place because you have to explore it. So you're forced to do that. And then right when you get in, it's like there's a distress call or you're attacked or a ship hails you with something or, you know, like all sorts of like things can happen. So it's, it's not a situation where you can just bypass it completely. You will be in space at some points and, and that will give you all sorts of different options to alter and change the course of your game. Um, you will also be in some situations where you will just be attacked and you have to deal with that or figure out a way to get the hell out. If you're a low level ship on yeah. very hard. That helped me a lot. God, uh, ship combat yeah. on very hard was rough. It's <laughs> rough at the beginning. It's so rough, especially because <laughs> the game quickly rough. takes you to higher tier systems. Yeah. And then it restricts what parts you can buy to make your ship better. So it's just like a double whammy of suck. I got stuck um, in like yeah. quick so, save loops that were, it was like classic Bethesda death yeah, loops. Yeah. I, I, a couple times that happened to me too. You're not, you're not alone there. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a mixed bag and you can clearly tell that Bethesda, um, made a lot of decisions with the system. They're not, they're not, they're trying to, they're trying to kind of give people choices, but at the same times by doing that, it has just by having these quick travel choices and stuff like that. A lot of people aren't jazzed about it. A lot of people feel like space is an afterthought in this game. Um, they feel like it, it doesn't feel like a tangible space game really at all. That it's just like a, like a weird mini game between like the real game, which is on foot. I kind of see that like, yeah, that that's just kind of came with the decisions they made for the game. Um, it, it makes it feel like the space stuff again is not mandatory and it's not very, uh, fleshed out, so to speak. You know, you're not doing a, it's not, it's not like you're doing like elite dangerous or no man's sky level flying between places. Right. It's just kind of like this little thing that happens between getting to like the, the main part of the game, which is almost always on foot. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I, I see a lot of people like talking about like, Space is empty. It's like, yeah, I know. I get that. But like, 
I would oh, just, oh, I would, it's like I, an excuse I would, for why it's empty. <laughs> just yeah, in general, yeah, like I'm, I'm saying like, but no. it's empty, meaning you can put stuff in it if you're a game developer to make it fun for you. Right? Yeah, and I mean, and and they kind of they're they're treading a line with that. They kind of try to do that. Sometimes you'll you'll warp in, and there'll be a debris field you can loot. Sometimes you warp in, and it's bounty hunters. Sometimes you warp in, and it's a a dude singing a song. Yeah, I got. Uh, sometimes you warp in, and it's like a, a deer like ship that you can dock with, and maybe something get, will happen. Like you made grandma. Yeah. I, I did. I did meet grandma. I did. Um, I've been asked about a thousand times if I have met the insurance guy. I've I heard, haven't. I, have, I, I saw I, the I've clip. I've never met him in my yeah. 120 hours. I've never met him. So God only knows what else I haven't met. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of little things that can happen. And sometimes nothing happens. And it's interesting because I, I feel like a lot of people latch on to that last part. I feel like a lot of people latch on to the fact where sometimes nothing happens and, and it makes it feel kind of alone and desolate. And then the argument there is obviously there's a lot of stuff that can happen. So they made the decision for nothing to happen. Is that okay with the person playing or is that not? They're literally trying to make it feel like space is big and empty at times because they could have had lots of different stuff, but they decided not to. Yeah. So that's where it very much plays into the, the player and, you know, do they like the fact that a lot of these planets are big, empty, and desolate, and sometimes you just zone into even a few times in a row, and nothing will happen when you get to a planet or a, or a star system. So it's a, it's a mixed bag. There's not really a right answer to that, for the record. It just it just depends on the player, and if they like that feeling of kind of space is big and empty kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zeke, I, I I do well. I guess for both of you, there's uh, one thing in the shipbuilding that a lot of people have figured out is when you're fighting. AI targets center mass. And so people are building cubes that have nothing in the center and then they never get hit by the AI. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Oh it's, God. It's, it's hilarious. Been really yeah. funny seeing just like these giant literal like L or, or an L shaped ship. People will build like an L shaped oh ship God. like this <laughs> where there's no center mass. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's really hilarious. It's, it's like, it's hilarious that that's how the AI works, but it's also hilarious that like the players did that and that there's an option for the game to allow for that. Like that could, that's only a Bethesda thing, I feel. And in all forms of everything I just described, the AI, the the fact that you can build a ship like that and the fact that player the player base is like What's yeah, even best funnier? Shipbuilding. Yeah. That's how it goes. Is they in 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 the promo material, they make ridiculous looking ships. Yeah. So it's like they're they're flagging to the player like you can do silly stuff with the system, and then the players are like, okay, well we're gonna make this silly looking ship. Oh, whoops! Just invalidated your space combat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like completely negated everything space combat. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's a thing. When you yeah. started talking about shipbuilding, a couple of people from my chat were like. Zeke's gonna build a dick shaped ship. It's or it's like his ship is gonna be a big dick and balls. And I'm like, nope. With that information, it's Volva ship time. <laughs> sure. No yeah. center mass. You could just <laughs> I the shipbuilding stuff I had, like I said, I had a ton of fun doing it. Uh I didn't know that the the stuff from the vendors was level gated. And so that was like one of the perks I took was uh shipbuilding, I think is what it's called. So I could get there's like A, B, and C class ships. The highest one is C. And so I got all the way to C and like maxed out the ship and I had a fantastic time. But I did feel like the parts were limited. My chat said you got to go to a different spaceport for different parts. 
So I did that, found other parts, but now that I know that they're level based, I really wonder like how, like what level you stop getting upgrades at, I, I guess, um, for the ship stuff. Cause I got like a, I, I heard it's 60. Okay. My reactor was, I think sea level. 30? And 60. Yeah. I, th- I think I had 30 power and it looks like the max is maybe 40. I, I heard people kept telling me about a 38 power reactor, but I couldn't see it on my level 45 character. Oh, so I think the highest, I, the highest I could get is 34. Oh, 48. Really? Oh, wait, so it goes to 50? Level. I, I have no idea. Huh? Cause the, the ship building has all the parts. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It has a lot of them, but not every single one. I don't There's think. a 40 power reactor at 57. Hmm. Damn. Okay. Interesting. I mean, you you can also just steal a ship, right? You can just oh, you can also get ship. some from perks. You can. Yes, yes. you can steal a ship. Can. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can steal That's a what? ship and then sell it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a, a fortunately not for a lot. Not for much, but it. yeah, uh, yeah you but can still go and. I'm not a big fan of that system, to be honest. A couple thousand credits. Um, yeah. Credits are not that hard think- to come by in the game, really. No, there's there's lots of ways to get credits. Yeah, that, that's one thing the game is. Couple is, thousand? Don't you know this shit made the castle run into a parsec? <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, and then like pretty much the answer said this last week. I think it's the ongoing conversation. Hate it or love it, mods are gonna fix everything. <laughs> like mods have already fixed a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> now that brings us to an interesting discussion, though, and and I, and I do think this has to be has to be said. Um, I I am I am pretty disappointed that that this game released, especially in the state that it did, and Bethesda has essentially gone completely quiet and is still just in pure PR mode. Like the difference between fixes? you mean the difference between Larian and Bethesda is night and freaking day in terms of how much they care about delivering a quality product, and it's frustrating uh, because. I, that seems unfair. I, I feel like... It, I, well, excuse me, excuse me. It's excuse different how they're handling fully, the community. A fully finished product. It's clear that Starfield still needs work. It's clear there's major game-breaking bugs. Bethesda support told a guy getting a major bug that the current fix to their issue is to reload a previous save and do the quest in a different order. Oof. And it's like, they know that this stuff is in the game. They know it's happening. And, you know, like... With the with the with the Larian stuff, it's like the, the day after it came out, what two days? They were like, "Yo, we have major game breaking bugs. We're sorry. Here's our patching thing. We've got two major patches coming out. We've got a hot fix coming. We've got a thousand fixes in our first patch. Like all this big stuff was was they're 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 doing their best. Doesn't excuse the fact that Act Three release was a buggy mess. That sucks, right? But at least they're 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 showing a real concerted effort to fix it. I feel like we're getting the opposite of that with Starfield, where it's like it came out and Nothing. No, we're working on it. No, we're trying to get it fixed. No patch roadmap. Nothing. And it makes me concerned because there's a lot of, of major issues with this game. And it's kind of like, can, can you throw us a bone? Like, you know, yeah. are we get it? Like, that, that or, I agree. Or, can with, we expect yeah. any, like, something? Say something. The right. tiniest morsel of, like, hey, at least we understand and acknowledge the stuff is in here. We've got fixes coming. Like, anything? Um, but instead it's just like, and don't get me wrong. It's fine to be super jazzed and, and feel great about their product. I love that they've got the PR machine going for that. That's great. More power to them. Um, but 
maybe save the big victory laps for after people, everyone is able to fully complete the game. You know, like let's, yeah, I don't know. Is it? It's, just, is it's, it it's a little. It's a little. Ignorant? It's a little weird. Is it completely ignorant and delusional to think like some part of that? Some part of the is like, oh, modders, they'll 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 make our game good. Well, I thought about what, that a lot. You, you, what's interesting? What's interesting? You realize I said that right after JP's co- modding comment yeah. because <laughs> that's that's the exact that's this ever pr- every time I mention something needs to be fixed or added, chat just erupts. Like, There's a mod for it. Oh, modders will take care of it. Modders Performance, will do it. It's, DLSS the, it's the Simpsons three with did it of yeah. gaming. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, this is <laughs> not going to worry about it. Like, like modders will do it. Modders will do it. It's fine. Modders will do it. It's like, no, I don't want modders to do it. Yeah. I want Bethesda to do it. I, I want them to fix this. I don't. I don't want this. I don't want to be talking to a quest NPC and ever head disappear randomly. I don't want to have to jump up into rafters to catch the guy being raptured <laughs> so I can talk to him before he's gone. Dude, like, I, no, no, this is not like, I don't care if modders fix that. I yeah. want Bethesda to fix it. I had a ship, the shipbuilder <laughs> in the opening area of the game. I loaded Enco. The shipbuilder was about a thousand feet up in the air. Would not move. I shot someone. He fell all the way to the ground and died. <laughs> so I, I just had to reload. I the and best leave. part is, because you shot someone, your companion then said, I don't yeah. know, Joe oh, yeah. dislikes that. Fucking and then walked up to you, well, why did you, <laughs> you kill that man? Dumbass like, Sarah's oh. like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> but no, but it, it's, it's interesting because there's been this big discussion over Starfield and, you know, how, how do you feel about Starfield and how did the release of Baldur's Gate 3 a month before it affect how you feel about Starfield? Yeah. Especially when it comes to characters and stuff like that. And that's that's what I, out of everything between Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield, that the entire discussion orbiting around that, for me personally, the, the biggest contrast has been the company's reception after release. Sure. Like, that is so wildly different for me. How one company is, like, literally all over it as much as they can be. Like, they just released this massive game, and they still have so many people working on trying to make it the best experience possible. And then this game comes out, has arguably more issues in some ways. Uh, actually, to Factor in Act 3, maybe it's comparable. But still, has a bunch of issues. And it's just like radio silence. It's not doing them any Eight favors. Radio but, yeah. silence. And and that is that is a, a stark contrast. That is a, like, like one of these things is not like the other. Like, oh, like, you know, sure, have some discussions about the quality of the game and what's going on in the game and all that kind of stuff. But that there is like, there's no, it's, it's very... I guess I'm gonna use the word damning. It's kind of damning. Like it's it 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 influences how I feel about the product for sure. At least the longevity of the product and like where it's going. Yeah, and and there's I don't imagine a world where they're not working on some sort of patch in any form. And so even to just get out there and say like, yeah, we're working on stuff. That's all you need. Like that's the bare minimum. I I would not be saying this stuff right now if they had even had a tweet out like. Yeah, like, yeah, we understand. There's a lot of major issues with the game. You know, we're sorry about that. Here is our big list of fixes that we're telling people in private that you can maybe use to avoid your game or to, to not run into these issues. We'll have a patch out in a month. Like, I don't even care if it's a if it's a closed timeline. Like, just just some kind of acknowledgement where it's like, yo, we appreciate you playing what we got. We know there's issues with it, and we got stuff coming. Bear with us. Yeah. Taking a little break because we've been working on this for eight years and we've got stuff coming. Like that that goes a long way. That goes a long way. 
But the problem is, because you say that, you say that, yeah, they've got stuff cooking. There's a lot of bugs still in Fallout 4, man. <laughs> like, like there's, there's like, Bethesda's not exactly the most known for, like, leaning up yeah. after themselves. Maybe. So that's, again, Actually, I, and I feel this all, go ahead. Actually, leads to my, my, the question I had was, like, with knowing Bethesda and having played all of their games and hearing this and that before Starfield release, like, a lot of people were saying, hey, it's relatively bug-free. And then you play with all of that information after playing it, did you guys encounter less, as many, or more bugs than you expected? Absolutely this has been the less. least buggy Bethesda release that's ever been out. Yeah. Still, okay. I, I okay. would say absolutely less as well. And and to be honest, okay. it's... But again, you have to understand what that means. Yeah. We're not, we're not saying it is a game that doesn't have a lot of bugs. Still got bugs. That, right. is, a, that is a different thing when you say it is the least buggy Bethesda release. Like, that is a statement yes. in itself. Yeah, and and Zeke, that the other... is the least smelly poop that is sitting right here. <laughs> That's exactly right. It all comes back to shit. Uh, I would also say Zeke that for me, some of the like charm and like fun, air quotes fun, I, but also just genuine fun, is when those bugs fucking happen in this game. It's like genuine. It's hilarious when you, I'm rowing the like, boat. When you. you walk into a room and you're fucking uh, Sarah looks like the goddamn Flash trying to get into a wall. <laughs> you're just like, or someone's having a. You're talking to an NPC and then like your partner interrupts with a very serious thing and you're just talking to the back of her head and it's just like, <laughs> dude, I it gets it gets to the point oh. where you see it so much that it just it doesn't even really phase you anymore. You it's just, just kind of like scoff and laugh. I just yeah. walk onto my ship and Andreja's just missing her head. Everything from here up is just yeah. gone. And then it zooms in on that headless horseman thing going on and she's just talking like everything's normal. It's just like I here's the thing. There's there's and and this is not an or. And I think a lot of people don't understand this. You can dislike these bugs and think they're hilarious. Yes. Yeah. It's not an or. And I think that drives some people crazy. Some people are like, what? You think it's funny? But it's terrible. How dare you? It's like, no, you can think it's hilarious and want it to be fixed and never see it again. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not an or thing. <laughs> I, I I have a question because, Co, you're, you're definitely a fan of the, like, you know, quote unquote Bethesda game. Mm -hmm. Will they ever drop this dialogue system? Or is it like ingrained well, that's, that's to a the deeper, core? That's a deeper question. Is it? Will they ever drop the creation engine? Like this? Is that all, is that all? all this yeah, is, I guess that's it's true. All back to the creative engine. And the short of it is, is that is a huge question that turns into a discussion on how much money and time it would take to change the engine, how much money and time it would take to reconfigure all of their tools, their pipelines. Like this, this. There's a reason that they're still using this when people give them put it bluntly so much shit for it and it's because their entire company is built around using this engine improving it to the best they can and continuing to use it yeah i mean i think they've already announced we're going to see this in es6 right yeah 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 so it's 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 not there's there's not an easy answer to that question and it plays into a lot it, it's not just about decisions it's about money it's about effort it's about 
people having jobs. Like there's people whose jobs are to work on this engine. You're talking about literally either firing them or finding new people if they were to just switch to Unreal like people throw out there. So it's, it's, it's not, it's a discussion. And do I think they'll ever change it? We're not spoiling think, anything, guys. We're, no, we're not. We're not yeah, this no is not spoilers right here. <laughs> I think that we, I <laughs> think most likely, I think we will pull the creation you, engine from Bethesda's up, cold, like, dead please? hands. Oh, we're taking a pledge, man. We're taking a pledge. Oh, oh. Um, Shit. so no, do, do I, do I think we'll keep seeing the system and everything? I think, I think we will. I think we will yeah. in an iteration of this will continue to be it. I don't, I think if they're going to change anything, it's going to be like with a different Starfield. It's going to be minor stuff, formatting, things of that nature. It is. Uh, but no, this, that's the thing. This is Bethesda. It, it, it this is. This is what they it are. Is. Like, this is when you say is. a Bethesda game. That's why I ask. This it, yeah. is what you're talking about. So I, I don't think they'll they'll change it too wildly. I will say they made some adjustments for Fallout 4 and they were generally hated. Oh, in terms of camera angle or something? In terms or? of in terms of like the selections and like the radials and like uh like reducing those so console players can more easily adjust them and do and do stuff with them. like they they made like some little more kind of like let's go a different direction with this, and people were like, No, I don't know, absolutely not. Like huh. give us our big list back and stuff like that. So um I I think that this is what people equate. A Bethesda, Bethesda games. games, yeah, just like people, but that a, a creation engine kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, someone in chat said, "Well, CD Projekt Red can switch engines. Why can't they?" Because CD Projekt Red has not spent the last twenty years pouring resources into this. It's basically like like it's yeah. They're build like the creation engine to them is not just their engine; it is their product. You are buying creation engine products, so it's that is Bethesda is the creation engine. Yeah. It's not, it is again, it's not as easy as just saying like, we'll just switch engines. Like and that's it, not really what they do. It It is a unique enough engine. Like, Sunken cost fallacy. Arguably. I don't know enough to make probably that. Probably true. Absolutely. Probably true. I mean, that, that could very well be true. Of course we would need the, you know, I, actual data. We'd have to get, I, I feel uneasy saying this statement because I don't actually know how true it is, but my understanding of the creation engine is that it does allow them to do things like being able to put 24,000 sandwiches on a ship and have the game still function to where each one of those sandwiches has physics on it. And you could launch and watch all of the sandwiches fall off the ship at two FPS. Like, I don't know knows, if that man. can happen in another engine. <laughs> yep. But you know, you I mean, create, like, like a sandwich, sandwich nebula. Oh, I didn't do that. I'm not that fucking. <laughs> oh, no, it was, it was potatoes. Directly. Actually, I don't know if you saw the potato thing. Oh, did you guys see the potato I saw, thing? Oh, I didn't yeah. see a potato. I saw the sandwich thing on the ship. I did not see potato. Potato thing was amazing. I actually thought that was great. But um, I, I will say that like they could, they could add things to this engine to, to really up, like what it can do. Like for instance, one thing this engine does so poorly is facial animation. Yeah. God, like, yeah. like every, every character is just so plasticky. If they were somehow to integrate for elder scrolls six, like actual Larian style mocapping. Like if we saw, like if we actually saw like NPCs come to life with human looking emotions, <laughs> I don't yeah. not, not like, not like, you know, like wax museum robot stuff that would be huge, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's, it, I, of course I don't even know if that's feasible. Um, but you know, there's there's lots of ways they can make it look better, and they can keep working with it. And again, since it's their engine, you know, it's kind of like I say the sky's the limit. But clearly, if that was actually the case, then we wouldn't be seeing more improvement, right? But right, um, yeah, it's I just it's um, over, and I thought this guy was wearing the beer helmet. Sorry, that's why I laughed. Oh yeah, the, with the head, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. a ship guy. 
Yeah, Auto Skate yeah. 3 spoiled us. Oh, it did in so many ways. Got in it. So many ways. It totally dude. did. In dude, so many that, ways. Like, yeah. okay, as someone who only experienced, I would say, like five percent of the things outside of the main story, which I understand everything that comes with that. The writing in this game <laughs> is phenomenal. It's really, really good, you guys. <laughs> After playing Baldur's Gate 3, I came to this and I was just like, can I flirt with this person that just told me about their dead husband? Is that what they're asking me to do? Can I? Dude. dude I can flirt with this guy after he just poured his heart and soul out about his dead husband. <laughs> there is this one part in the main story that, I, I I like it's one of those things that you can't believe that it made it in the game. Yeah, where it's like you're running around, and, and this is a slight spoiler. I'm okay. not going to spoil the actual things, but I'm just going to say. I'm the curious part. what part this is, where you're running around and you're finding like like ancient text hints for this thing, and they're like, oh well, this means that in Italian. If you take these words and put, oh, it's this system a thousand years later, and it's just like, are you kidding me, too? Yeah, okay. Like this, like, this is like. Like this is writing you'd see like on the back of like a cereal box to talk about their little board game. Like you know, like this is this does not belong in like a triple A epic. It's just like what is going on here, dude? Yeah. Like, it, it was just, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. And and the whole, I mean, honestly, there's there's lots of parts with the main story where I was just like, this is not it. This is not it. Like this could be so much more interesting, or or just things just not making sense. It's not making well, any it's, sense. And yeah, like, that that's the biggest deal that I think Baldur's Gate did put such a like exclamation point on is the flow of that game is so much smoother than the flow of this game in terms of like a storytelling element and actually there's a big a big other keyword that i want to point out here because you know give to give some some credit here consistency because here's the thing Mm. there is some awesome stuff in this game that has reveals and interesting characters and they say things that are well written and have interesting backgrounds. And like, like for instance, the UC Vanguard questline is great. I finished that and was like, that was superior to the main quest. Like that was awesome. Which is, and then I did the yeah, and I did the free star right ultimately sort of. I did the free star quest and I was like, yeah, it wasn't as good as the UC Vanguard quest, but it was great. Like I didn't feel like at all. I spent my you know I haven't done Ryujin yet. I heard that was pretty cool. And I'm hearing that the Crimson Pirate and Sistef stuff is awesome. So it's like. There's, there's, it's, it's not like the writers are bad writers. Like they can, they can do it. They can. And there's been a lot of side quests also that have been a lot of fun. Um, just at the end of my new game plus playthrough, I found, uh, this, this basically offshoot planet that just had a distress beacon and the whole planet was like a good fallout vault and it was interesting and it was really cool. And the premise behind it, like, like made sense. And it was like, this is, this is fun. And you have major decisions in it. And like, it was, it was really, really good stuff. So it's wild, like that. That in Baldur's Gate three, we had like this very consistent, like very good to excellent, and the whole game kind of bounced between you know very good and excellent. And then here we come to Starfield, and it like wildly fluctuates between like man, that doesn't even make sense to oh that's that's <laughs> awesome, that's great. To, like really, are you serious? What did you just say about your father? And now I can flirt with you? Oh no no no, that was great. That's and it's just like it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Yeah. That's I, I had a lot of like I said this pretty early on in the playthrough and I, I think I'm okay with it, even though it is kind of a gotcha and like a, a I'm just saying it for like the 
engagement type statement, but like, honestly, I, I feel the best thing that that happened for Baldur's Gate three was it came out before Starfield. But I also feel oh, that God. that's also the worst thing that happened to Starfield was that it came out <laughs> like if they came out at the same time, I feel like the conversation would be slightly different, but the comparisons might even be more so because then it would be like BG three versus Starfield where now it's like everyone's most, most people have played BG three to some extent. And so there is still comparisons, but they're not like not right at each other. Um, but Mm. there's no, there's no denying that Baldur's gate three definitely adds to the conversation of Starfield. Um, in the yeah, in, it com- does. in competition and like comparisons and everything, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an interesting discussion to have, and I and I and it's also it's interesting because we've seen so many you know there was that huge fluffle about erroneously using Baldur's Gate three as a, a comparison for other games, a huge thing on Twitter, yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole discussion. But I have to say that for gamers, for us, like having Baldur's Gate 3 out there, like, we can point at something and be like, no, this is totally doable. Like, you can do this. And you can have, like, the first two acts especially. Like, this is super high-quality writing. This is great stuff. You know, the people at Bethesda, obviously, they can make amazing worlds. They can do this. It's just like, hire Larian to do your writing. (laughs) In so many ways, you're, I agree. Capitalism, baby, let's go. In so many ways, I hate that whole conversation. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My 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 hope my, my, around was, the article was just goofs. Yeah, yeah what? Yeah. My my whole point is that it's that we can expect wrong. that we can we can expect games to have like, and you don't need full mo capping. You don't need everyone to have their unique voice acting like mo capped. You know that's you know Larry did do some stuff that will always be way far and beyond even many AAA studios. Yeah, but you can you can have consistently great dialogue in your game. You cannot just have mad amounts of filler that that are that are lower quality than the other stuff in your game like we can we can expect this we can have this and i do kind of hope that because of this discussion we're having now that that's just looking at es6 and being like yeah you know i think it's i think it's time to really lay into this we like, gotta do really some put, shit. like we yeah. gotta we gotta let's double the resources to the writing team let's figure out how we can compete with that um let's 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 do this you know that exists now so our bar is just a little bit higher for the future yeah we'll see you know time time will tell yeah i, I know the co- the copium's off the charts copium is off the charts. i'm just but saying hey, that's i'm saying it's better to be in a world with those expectations than without and i don't think anyone would argue with that right because it they've laid they've they've proved larian has shown what is possible in a lot of ways yes. um Regardless of how copium you feel of other companies raising to it, we know that it's there. And, you know, like I have, I have a feeling that we're going to be talking a lot about Baldur's Gate 3's dialogue and such as more and more releases come out from games. And, and it's so it's funny be, that we yeah. all like memed on that article and that, that whole like conversation and kerfluffle is, is I think you described it, but like, fuck, they were right. <laughs> as much as, like, we yeah. Did. It's happened so much in every single thing I've played, or it's like, ah, fucking Baldur's Gate, man. (laughs) Like, I could just, I, I, why didn't they just do blah, 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 blah. It is, it is, it is important to mention though, that, that there, there are things 
that Baldur's Gate redid that are in many ways superior to what Starfield is doing. There are things Starfield is doing that Baldur's Gate 3 can't even do in the type of framework that it's, that it's in. Sure. So, like, just just because that, you know, and, and, and to be blunt, it's weird because a lot of people, and this is one of those things where it's like, you know, people just say, oh, well, there'll be mods for the bugs. A lot of people always go, this, this is the line. This is the, the catchphrase. Yeah, don't play a Bethesda game for the main quest. Yeah. That's what people say over and over. Oh, you didn't like the main quest? Well, that's okay, because that's not why you play a Bethesda game. And it's it's kind of like, yeah, but at the same time, what if we did? <laughs> what if we could? Is, is what if that, we yeah. could? Yeah. What if the yeah. Elder Scrolls Six main quest? <laughs> but what if the, the opposite quest of that the was the best quest? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. What, what if, if it, it was, was the best incredible. quest in the game? Like, what if what if, what would that what would that look like? And and what do we need to do to make that happen? That's, that's <laughs> what know? I want. Like, that's what, yeah. I want to live in that Todd world. Can start a Kickstarter or something? <laughs> like, can we just? What do we do? Oh God! Can yeah. I send cookies to someone? Did or? you see? Speaking of uh, of money, did you see prior to uh, the full release on the sixth for Starfield? I think it. I think it peaked around two hundred fifty thousand people were playing on Steam, which means two hundred fifty thousand people had to have bought the hundred dollar version of the game to be able game's to play successful. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Wild. <laughs> successful. Like yeah. that's insane. I mean, it's, I know mean, I don't, I don't, I would hope to think nobody thought that wasn't, of course that was going to happen. Yeah. 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 It's just, this is, this is, this is their opus right now. We, so. we are often only privy to the numbers that they tell us about. And so I think that's putting such a, a, spotlight on like steam numbers because you can do math equations like that and, and see like oh my god they're like holy shit um and you know you could pull up Baldur's gate numbers right now on steam and it's probably higher than starfield granted that doesn't mean much because most people are probably playing on game pass or on xbox blah 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 blah, blah. um yeah it's, it's 500k right now people just did that 500k 482 on on steam and 327 i guess for starfield but yeah, interesting times for sure. Uh, very curious to see what happens in about three months uh, when kind of everything comes to a head for 2023 with this, especially given the critical response to this game. Uh, yeah, uh, the Steam. It's interesting because when the game came out, now it, I wonder if this is be like uh, because the people that had put time in and spent a hundred bucks, like obviously felt better about the experience so when starfield came out on steam it was like 85 percent yeah with like twelve thousand, like it was crazy um now it's at 77 with 36 and apparently it's just still going down oh it's really going down it's trickling down yeah. so it's it's kind of trickling down so it makes it makes me wonder you know what what is everything going to look like just like you said in a few months like how, whenever when when the kind of veneer has worn off and everyone is put their time in and, and all that kind of stuff. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what people think about it. Yeah. 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 Definitely interesting. Oh, uh, that is actually a question I wanted to know. Um, is it, th- this is strictly single player, right? Yes. Yeah. There's no multiplayer. Oh, oh you can remove filters or oh, filter your language. Are you talking about on steam? Reviews? Yeah. Steam. I, I had, uh, I had English in there. 
Still says, oh, 74. Yeah, it's 74. It's absolutely right. So 50, 57,800 reviews at 74%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Sorry, I got a random thing. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. we will see. I um, Game of the year discussion, not ours, but I'm saying like the, the greater gaming world, I guess specifically the game awards. I got to like... If if some if Starfield gets game of the year over other things, because I don't I don't know if Baldur's Gate three has like permeated the grady the greater gaming sphere like it it kind of has, but Zelda, there's also Zelda as well, but I don't I don't know like I I say I don't know if it does. I was watching a, another streamer, thirty forty thousand viewer audience, and they brought up Baldur's Gate 3 as like being, you know, game of the year or whatnot. And everyone in the chat completely disagreed and just said Baldur's Gate is just like another CRPG. They don't do anything special. There's not anything special. Like, it, there's no it's way it's game of the year. It's still a CRPG. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the people, a lot of, like, it's yeah. a niche thing. Baldur's Gate 3 is a niche product. Like, that's what it comes down to. That, like, they, they nailed, it's one of the best, if not the best, CRPGs we've seen in terms of like production value and and lots of things, lots of that, but it's still a niche product. It's yeah. still a niche. I think it genre. really is. So it's um like a lot of people on 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 Twitch, you know, ninety nine percent, especially the frequent art channels, we're gamers, man. Like we immerse in this. So for us, that's you know that's a big thing. But there's like for the world at at large, the idea of sitting down one hundred and fifty hours of RPG. Like that's that's not even on a radar. Yeah. Let alone like it, it doesn't matter how good it is. Like just the idea of that makes people go, "What?" <laughs> like, I'll, what are you I'll take about? a step back. I don't want to like, I don't want to discredit someone for the games that they may or may not play. It. <laughs> I'm not going to take their gamer card away. Uh, <laughs> I felt like Co was just doing. But oh no 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 no! They I don't was just play saying, I was that type of game. I was yeah, saying 100%. in our sphere, this is a common thing. Yes, yes. But, you know, if I like, if I'm talking to a neighbor and I let it slip that oh, I just played 150 hours of Baldur's Gate, like their eyes go wide. Right. Like it's just like, what are you talking about? Like you know that yeah. I'm not saying other genres. I'm just saying for us, this you know Baldur's Gate three is like another game. It's cool, but I mean, a CRPG still at heart is a pretty it's pretty niche niche thing. Yeah. yeah it's like the more the more further you get away from gaming the less or even the more it kind of accentuates that that, that. yeah 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 i'm i'm, I'm i don't know it's going to be a very interesting conversation because zeke you're 100 on point by bringing up zelda i think that's like zelda starfield probably spider-man 2 even though it's not out armored core for game of the year nah that's, I've that's honestly even, just resigned myself to, even more to having zelda like take yeah. game of the year the game awards and just be like the game awards are bullshit. Armor core was freaking awesome, but it, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I will agree. I think armor core is also pretty niche. Yeah, I, I think so. so. Yeah. But anyway, I, I thought the game was freaking great. Uh, have we even talked about it yet? Maybe a little bit. Uh, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. We, we had, uh, we had stripping on, uh, that's when we, ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if we talked about finishing. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, we still we still have games Spider Man Two, Alan Wake Two, uh, which is looking Spider-Man really 2 will cool. Be big. Spider Man Two will be big. Um, City Skyline, while I think it will be oh, yeah. niche, I, I think within our spheres that'll probably 
hopefully City Skylines 2, man. Be a good game. Uh not to mention a D4. I think I've D4 is a very Ooh. uh controversial. Controversial uh, prickly yeah. game to discuss. <laughs> so Cyberpunk Cyberpunk's just an expansion. That's not like we're talking kind of new releases. Yeah. I personally can't wait to play 2.0 in the expansion, but it's like that's never going to be on a game of the year list because it's not. Yeah, you no, know, that's it's just it's yeah. Yes, D4 bad. What is it? Basic. I think that's what it is. Basic. D4 bad in your base. D4 yeah. bad basic. There we go. Which is hilarious. Just, I'm a meme. Yeah, that D4 is a, a very. I I think people are very uh, quick to forget. That just because people aren't watching it on Twitch doesn't mean that D4 was like unbelievably successful. There's probably way more people playing right now than you would ever imagine. Uh, just because like a lot of it's, people still play D4. And I'm yeah. looking forward to the season stuff. Yeah. It's not it's not unsuccessful. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but D4 bad. That's our final. That's the drop <laughs> frames. We're just to really cover all the bases. D4 Ellie, bad. Ellie good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ellie good. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. That's, that's our conversation on, uh, on Starfield. I think, um, I, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure it'll come back up. I'm sure more conversations will, uh, will continue, but I don't know how much Zeke, are you going to play like another week or two? Yeah. Please. Zeke, I'm curious after hearing all this, like what, expectations i I think can change a lot uh for for uh, just people in general so how where are you feeling right now with the game um i think i'm gonna wait another month until modders make it good and then i'll (laughs) i would say most of them are out there to be honest like are they already done with it okay okay, well not done with it but like ui you can get star ui and so that that kind of uh, fixes that there's um if you're having fps or or performance issues uh and you have an nvidia card especially a a 4x series uh there's dlss3 with frame generation so you can actually get pretty decent frames um from that it's Mm. a paid mod though but it's been it's weird it's it's behind a patreon wall but i think it's been cracked so i don't know if it's now available for all or what but that's a thing. There's a free variant now, chat saying. Okay. So there's a free variant there uh, for DLSS, DLSS 3 with frame gen, um, which I can't believe is not in the game, but that's marketing, right? Like AMD is partnered with uh, with Bethesda such, on that. Such a huge negative. Yeah. That's, mm, yeah. It's terrible, man. Um, it's terrible. I'm trying to think what else. There's a reshade, Zeke, that I, I... Co, are you using any mods right now? Nope, not a one. Okay. I put in the reshade for like the back half of the playthrough. Um, the game has like this. Uh, Wait a second, like green tint, really, it and it removes it. Uh, Dagu X is, is that what is that publicly said somewhere? What's that? Dagu X says AMD has stated they did not prevent DLSS from being in the game. I did see that headline somewhere. Yeah, really? Why? So why would they not put that in? For Bethesda, I mean, it, from what I understand, even the mod is great, right? It, like it, it might be, it might be Nvidia uh, not wanting to to be involved oh. at that point. I don't know. Oh, like that? Does it generate uh, more Nvidia? Oh, it's because we got to upgrade our PC. <laughs> That's exactly right. God, we're fools. Fuck, Todd. He's he's just so correct all the time. 
Oh fuck! I forgot. I don't even have a four series. I've, I've, I still, I'm still rocking the old ass busted thirty eighty. Does it, Chad? Is deal is the frame generation DLSS only work with four X cards? I think that is correct for DLSS three. Yeah, it does. Okay, but you can probably still turn on the frame generation <laughs> in the options, Zeke, and most likely see an improvement. If you're if you're not GPU capped, I think is how it works, then you won't see that much. Like if your CPU is what's bottlenecking you in the game, which is Calm probably down. Whoa, true. whoa, 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 slow I'm down. I'm getting way now. into it. Sorry. <laughs> you are <sighs> saying letters <sighs> of the sorry. alphabet. Like okay. I am I'm familiar with the letters Oof. you're saying at me. Sorry, sorry. I uh, I that was, that was <laughs> I went into a trance there. I, it happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Um, no, it's like you, I walked into like you know advanced physics. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong room. I am in the wrong room. Like I gotta go back to like shapes and colors. Uh, yeah, definitely look into the mods though. See, it, it, it at the bare minimum get uh, star UI for the inventory mod. Okay. Um, and then depending, you'll play for about an hour, and you'll know right off the bat if the uh, encumbrance is going to be an issue for you in the game knowing you it probably will be because bethesda thought it would be cute to have your companions let you know that you're looting too much in this game <laughs> and i, I fucking I I hate want to talk it about this. i don't want to talk about this <laughs> hey, uh, you I should really like hold, hold on hold on to be fair oh is oh they're telling you to lighten your load not that you're looting too much both because two both okay because to be fair, like Baldur's Gate, like does that. They say like they disapprove or approve or whatever. Oh like, no, th- this is just. But random. they say it out loud. This is just like the NPCs oh. going like uh, bags getting a little heavy. Did, uh, did you did you really need to pick up that last? Are you trying to haul around everything with you? Like yeah. why why you do this? Pretty much like on. They, they literally will like comment. Like you'll pick something up and they'll be like, "Did you did you you need that or are you just like." Maybe you're picking up too much, and maybe only take the things you need. They like shame you in a lot of ways. It's like it's like loot shaming. I, I'm not. A, it is. Uh, it's loot shaming. It's someone that walks up that makes and me- sees like four graduated <laughs> cylinders. Those are going in my bag. Okay, they, they sell for like fifty credits. Look, I that need these thirty-one guns. All right, I need this. <laughs> I need the seven suits and four packs, six helmets, and thirty-one guns. Yep. Okay. A ship you're flying around ain't gonna pay for its damn self, Sarah. That's exactly right. God, Sarah's the worst. Absolutely Isn't she the worst? The worst. Just the she's worst. the worst. She's the worst. Yeah, you can choose a perk though, Zeke. That uh, I think it's introvert, and it'll actually uh, it gives you a bonus for when you're not walking around with a companion, uh, which is kind of cool. So, uh, uh, not, not also just bring trait. a robot with you that doesn't sass you. Fasco does have, I would say he's got a little bit of sass. Oh God, does he? A little bit of sass, yeah. I haven't brought him out yet. I was uh, hoping. I think he's, he, he will still tell you about your inventory nonstop. Son of a biscuit. You don't have to have companions, right? No. Well, okay. for some quests, they will basically be like, I'll join you. Oh, okay. And they, they, uh, they won't like leave until you finish the quest, I think. You might be able to go up and tell them to stay back, though. I'm not 100% they don't have a banter a banter box like less banter check 
No. Like in the yeah. fucking oh, settings. I did not see that option anywhere. Vasco, <laughs> man. That guy he's he's probably the most savage character though, I will say. I got I got told by him one time and never talked to him again. Like, it was just too much of a it was too much of a burden. I I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really care for any have you, of the have you got, I literally walked up and I was like, Vasco. He's like, Yes. He's like, tell me a joke. And he goes, I am looking at Damn. That Shit. I know. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, oh, That's yeah. That's where I reach okay. for my gun and just start We dumping, call that perma you know? ship guard duty is what we call that. Yeah. You just so enjoy anyway, watching I my started land blasting. I know, I know, I know. I mean, he's not wrong, but that's not the point. The point is that you don't talk about it. Yeah. Have some tact. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, we can call it there. I know uh, Zeke's got to go a little bit early, and Co's uh, got just familial week, duties. Yeah, just this week. Mm-hmm. So it uh, it'll be a little bit shorter of a show. But hey, that was a solid two-ish hour. Well, it was like thirty minutes on poop and Burning Man, and then uh, you know ninety minutes it's like on, an hour on Starfield. Well, <laughs> on Starfield. Other, <laughs> otherwise, I would have nothing to talk about because I haven't played a single fucking game since August. Yeah, he's been playing Dodge I mean, the Ebola yesterday. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's been oh, uh, it's man. been a busy time. Yeah, I've been playing Sea of Stars. Uh, I'm going to continue playing that, so we'll talk about it next week. Uh, and then I'm playing some other stuff coming up. Uh, the final Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Uh, doing a sponsored stream for that. And then we'll probably mm. do some redacted sponsored stream later this week, which Co is probably also doing redacted sponsored stream later this week, I would think. I don't know if we can talk about that yet. I think you're a part of that, though. Um and so we'll have some more games to talk about. And then Zeke's, you know, back to it, as it were, um, starting Tuesday. So he'll have uh, all that and more, and uh, we'll we'll talk about everything. That. But yeah, Sea of Stars, one could say it's the best game in the past month with Star in the name to come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll go with. I see what you did there. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's very good. I'm enjoying it. Let's do some shout outs. Zeke, start us off. You betcha. Uh, what's up, everybody? Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Thank you to Co and JP for being my co-host every week. I am back from Burning Man, and I'm ready to get back to work. Whee! Um, but uh, uh, I'm starting a new uh, t- tabletop RPG on twitch.tv slash table story right. Well, not right after this, but the top of the next hour. That's why I kind of had to leave early today. Because we're going to prepare for our first show of Blade Runner. We're doing uh, Blade Runner TTRPG with a bunch of fun folks over at uh, Table Story. It's going to be uh, a weekly show, probably directly after Drop Frames every uh, Sunday. So, if you want to check that out? Please do. I'll be there in about forty-five, or be live in about forty-five minutes ish. Uh, but if you want to check me out playing video games, I take Mondays off, so tomorrow I'm off. But I will be starting a game that I played a demo of and was kind of fucking surprised at how much i enjoyed it uh and it's coming out tomorrow i think eternites eternites i'm not sure how to how like where the accent goes but it's uh it yeah it's it's a little bit of anime a little bit of uh dating a little bit of weird weird shit so like eh, i'm excited to check it out so that's what i'll be playing on tuesday so thank you for watching see you next time a weeb game a, a rare weeb game it's a weebish yeah. yeah, it's weebish. Yeah. <laughs> it's weebish. <laughs> Go. Do some shout outs. Cool. Hi. My name's Co. Appreciate you guys watching today. 
Uh, I have a lot more Starfield as I am actually loving my run. We're going to be doing the UC faction quest line free star and then pretty much doing everything there is to do in our new run that we started just a couple days ago. So join us for that if you'd like some more of that. We'll also be threading in some other games here and there. We got some sponsored things this week. Um, and then we also have Cyberpunk coming up. I'm trying to frantically see when the 2.0 patch is dropping so we can talk about starting our new big run of that before the DLC comes out. And uh, yeah, Liza P is soon as well. Didn't get to talk about that too much today, but we got all sorts of fun stuff coming up. Mortal Kombat 1, absolutely. Um, lots of lots of good stuff. So anyway, hope you see the channel every day at 8 a.m. at twitch.tv slash carnage. And as always, thanks for watching. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much, everyone. Bot will be up on youtube.com slash hitmejp later, probably within an hour. And then uh, podcast version available where podcasts are available. We're out. Zeke, don't go to Burning Man uh, the next week. Be safe. Stay grounded. <laughs> you got to be careful. I won't. Okay. I Fantastic. Won't. You're good. You're good for a year? Two years? Maybe two years? Yep. A year? I, I, can we end the show? I, I really got to check out my Ebola. <laughs> That's fair. It's That's fair. fair. You got you to gotta be That's careful fair. with the bully. You got to make sure you don't miss meds for that. That's Thanks, fair. everyone, for watching. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.